and begin. <laughs> 2022. It's the second 2020, right? Everyone's all like, eh. So, like, 2022, 2020 plus 2016, is that kind of where we're going here with everything going 2022. on 2022. 2020 also. No, I, I know, but the vibe is kind of like, 2020 and then hey p.s we're gonna like have bob saget and sydney poitier die like to start off your year yeah like betty white the kick in the face right well that was technically 2021 last year yeah yeah, it was so long ago it was last year though that happened well yeah but it is kind of it's kind of one of those where it's like that (laughs) didn't technically happen in 2021 but or did it? Did it? Ha- I thought it happened in 2021, right? It didn't happen in 2020, did it? Betty White no, no, died. It did. Betty White died on New Year's Eve. Oh, that's right. Okay, so kind of a gray area, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Sucks. I mean, We're off to a rocky start. Right. Well, that's what I mean. And this kind of reminds me of 2016 when like every freaking celebrity died. Yeah. Was, like hide your children. Like when David celebrity. Bowie. Yeah. And Prince like, died, I think, the same year. Right. Right, that like George Michael and God, I, that was like a list like a mile long of like, it's like my eighties, my eighties musical childhood pretty much died in twenty sixteen. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, how two weeks off? Yeah, I, well, I should yeah, two weeks off because mm-hmm. we did the Spider Man show and then we talked a little bit about we talked about Hawkeye. Did we talk about the finale for Hawkeye? A little no? bit. We, okay, a little bit. I can't remember. Right, okay. We might. Oh, did the last? No, the last. We did not get the finale yet. Okay. Because the finale was the Wednesday before Christmas. Right. Right. And so, we recorded the Monday for Spidey. Right. So we can talk a little bit about that. I guess. Too. Eh, not much well, to say at this point. Oh, a little, but not much. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. We. I mean. We got two weeks worth of stuff. We got a lot. Yeah, of let's it, so. let's let's keep it rolling. We got a we got a lot to cover. A lot of ground to cover today. Well, right. I mean, get anything cool for Christmas? Uh, no, nah, just socks and underwear, pair of pants. Yeah, no, not much for me either. Box of hundred nine millimeter rounds, so I'll be spending those. Oh, hello. And, yep. Yeah, man. <laughs> you can go. They'll try that out on the range. Home on the range. Yeah. Uh, no else. Not much else. I got a couple of the McFarlane. 66 Batman figures. Oh, cool. Very I got cool. Batman and the Riddler, so I hope I can find a Jimi Hendrix figure to scale. Because, oh, and I forgot to post the Batman and Jimmy Save Christmas uh, the last year. That's okay. It's everywhere. It's on YouTube. I've promoted it enough. But yeah. It's funny. It's got like 500, almost 600 views now on YouTube. That's fun. Does it really? Wow. Yeah, that's cool. That's not bad. Yeah, that's neat. For uh, having posted for like eight years ago, <laughs> but well, yeah, but, well, you know. yeah, but those the McFarlane figures are neat. They they don't have a lot of accessories. The coolest accessories they have is the little arm clips that have the the exclamation words like "ouch" and "wham" and "pow." See when you're when <laughs> nice. Batman's punching someone, you hear "damn," you know, Bruh. you know those uh, mm-hmm. shit coming at you. So um, that's what I plan to do. I'll, I'm, Planning on working on the uh, 66 uh, Batman uh, McFarlane figures. Thing is, they're seven inch, not six, so none of the other figures scale. But that's okay. But it looked pretty cool. The sculpts are good. That's the good thing about McFarlane is that the sculpt is good, but articulation and eh, not so much. 
But I had a good Christmas, though. It was great. Uh, ate way, way, way too much. I mean, like, you have a day of, like, just, like, constant grazing. Mm. It's like, oh, God. And, like, it was so good. I made my signature jalapeno poppers. They came out great. Uh, and um, Carol, my Aunt Carol, made her signature thumbprint cookies. I mean, there's this foods we only eat, like, once or twice a year. And it's just mm. s- such bliss. I had a great Christmas. So Okay. I feel like it was funny. We I didn't end up doing, I didn't end up doing the traditional like Chinese food Christmas thing for Jewish people. It, it ended up being where like Christmas Eve we ended up at Wildfire. What'd you have? Oh God, uh, I had. I know I I had prime rib. That's what I had. Mm. I had prime rib at Wildfire. And then, uh, with, uh, and God, their food is so amazing. I mean, it, 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 no matter what you order there, it's usually always a great meal. And, you know, it's like that old school kind of supper club thing. And, you know, we, you, the only problem is, is sometimes when it gets really, really busy, that Sinatra, Sinatra kind of jazz music that they play kind of disappears because it's just kind of too loud. And that's unfortunate. But it really is kind of that old school steakhouse supper club kind of thing. yeah i missed there's one we had up north that was really good but yeah i like your good old steakhouse it's good man yeah no and and in fairness the pricing's a little you know you know you hear your ruth chris's you hear your gibson's and all that stuff the the prices on wildfire are a little a little more reasonable when you're talking about a steakhouse i mean it's not outpack or anything like that i would close but you know i mean you know the same steak that you would get and, and the food's just as good, but I mean, the same steak that you would get at like Ruth Chris, it's going to cost you fifty. You're probably going to be able to get at Wildfire for like forty. You know, yeah. I all mean, right. and, and and sometimes that makes all the difference. And in fairness, the food at Wildfire, like I said, I've gone there and had salmon. I've gone there and had other stuff, uh, other than that. And then it was funny because uh, Christmas Day, we ended up at uh, Jamison's. Uh, not ironically, the Jam- not Jamesons that used to be across the street, but um, yeah, there's uh, Jamesons in Crystal Lake that I like to go to. Yeah, so they did like a, I want to say it was like a six ounce fillet and uh, and and six and like six or eight shrimp, and then it included like a soup or a salad or maybe both, and and it was pretty good. Um, so I, I it was kind of a very meat. Have meat heavy Christmas mm-hmm. for for me rather than Chinese food. So it's like I, I feel the premise is if you could get steak and prime rib instead of Chinese food, I feel it's okay that you didn't get to the Chinese food. So <laughs> you know, um, so so there's that. Um, so you know, again, Ivan is not with us tonight. We, we he's feeling well on our weather. We we wish him well. I think he'll be back with us next week. Uh, welcome to the Squares the Roundtable podcast. Uh, that is for the one and only Mike Boyle. I am Jeff Stein, and this is episode number... 179. Yeah. Aha! That's the number I was looking for. Yes. Congratulations. Ah! You've reached the end of the internet. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so I guess here's my question. We have so much stuff. Where I mean, can, maybe we should start with Hawkeye because it's like the furthest away. Yeah, furthest back. Remember, yeah. furthest back of anything okay. we were talking about, right. and then. So I think we can be quick about this. 
I think the most interesting thing is, and and one of the reasons I do want to talk about this is, is ironically, between his appearance, the Daredevil appearance in in Spider Man No Way Home, and and Dare and Kingpin's appearance in Hawkeye, I did go rewatch season three of Daredevil on. I shouldn't say rewatch. I watched Daredevil season three on Netflix, um, because I was curious about a couple things. And by the way, that's a really if you. I've usually been bad on it. I usually haven't liked the Netflix seasons of the Marvel stuff. That was really good. Um, that that was... Like, all the things I couldn't stand about the Netflix series, series, like, disappeared for Daredevil Season 3. That it was that was phenomenal. Um, but the reason I'm bringing it up, Mike, is they definitely changed some of the power level and he definitely has a lot more of of in terms of the cartoon I mean he shouldn't say cartoon, more of the comic book feel to him than he does from the Marvel Netflix series. The Hawkeye fin- well, yeah, the Hawkeye finale, yeah, featured Kingpin. Spoilers. Right. They're gonna be what well, well, no, 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 there's major spoiler tag. I guess we're gonna have spoilers everywhere, so no. Yeah, I mean, honestly, let's be if honest. If you hear the it's name of the episode, we're probably going to mention... Episode. Yeah, if you hear the name, yeah, you might as well um, no, back out. So, the Hawkeye finale had this one big battle at Rockefeller Center at the skating rink and seemed a little long for me. A lot of goons... You know what it reminded me of? What? It reminded me of that scene in... Um, God, what is it? Oh, what's the movie with, with uh, Uma Thurman? Kill Bill? Yes. That's yeah. the one. A little bit of PG-rated Kill Bill. Um, yeah, but Yelena was cool in it. I like Yelena's arc. I like the angle that she had the whole vengeance thing with with, um, with Clint, and they resolved their differences. Yeah, that was a little too Martha-y for me. Yeah. You know, the, with the whistle thing, it was like, really? That's kind of like Martha for like, yeah. Superman Batman. <laughs> <laughs> like, eh. Didn't even occur to me in that, yeah. Why did you say that name? <laughs> yeah, kind of. It kind of had a little of that. Yeah, a little bit like, of that. Yeah. Eh. Never, never, uh, never compared. Had that analogy, but, but like I said, it it wrapped itself up in a cute little bow, and it was a nice little digestible morsel of Marvel uh, television show. I'm, I was mm. okay with it. I was okay with it. It was just okay. It didn't blow me away. It was just okay. Um. I'll be curious to see where, you know, I mean, obviously they put it kind of a little bit on a cliffhanger in the fact that is the Kingpin alive or dead? Yeah, they think, totally left that up to interpretation. Yeah. Right. And, and you know, to me, I'm kind of like sitting there going, you know, that that's just silly. I mean, you, you bring him back for this and that's it. No, of course he's no not way. dead. Of course he's no not way. dead. No way. Yeah. No way. Um, I, I, but again, I think the interesting part to me is he reminded me a lot of the Kingpin that you've seen in comics, you've seen in cartoons, you've seen in even Spider-Verse, okay, where he is, you know, he can, he can rip the car door Yeah, he's off got of, some physical, yeah, prowess. You know, and, and he can take more damage, and I yeah. mean, 
And Daredevil, he could too, but he was a little bit more human. This time, he seemed a little more, how do I put this, a little more metahuman? More, a little definitely. More, a little more juggernaut. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Oh, that same yeah, vibe, think, you know. He was like this unstoppable yeah. force. And I did, I will say, I, look, I, I'm, I've enjoyed the Kate Bishop character. I'm looking forward to more of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I'd buy that Kate Bishop somehow beat the Kingpin. I'm not sure I, and I'm not sure I feel all that great about that either. Well, maybe I'd say the word bested. Like, just yeah. temporarily. Mm. Caught him mm. off guard. Maybe. Uh, I, I, it's, it's one of those where I'm just like, nah, no. I mean, it would have been different. I mean, I get why they went the direction they went, because obviously Hawkeye had to have his moment with Yelena, and yeah. it's like, it's like, yeah, but I I just don't buy her yet being able to do that, and it's like okay, um, so so that was where I had a little bit of disconnect, but yeah. but overall, you know, no, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't I, hate it. It was just okay. I'm glad it, you know, it was part of the. The holiday season, too, was a nice little, you know, touch. Um, I'm curious in the future if it's just going to be Kate Bishop or if we're going to get both. Um, Where she's still going to be his protege, but it's not like Hawkeye season right. two. It's going to be, you know, the Bishop show or the Kate Bishop show or well, whatever the names a- they were throwing out there that, they, you know, it's funny at the end, you know, comes well, out with a suit. The LARPers make the suits and yeah. they battle it out. Well, the other thing is, too, is that, um, you know, clearly, you know, the thought process on on Quinn's wife is, is that that is I can't remember her last name, but it's the woman who's who at over over the years, Clint's had a relationship who has been the superheroine known as Mockingbird um, and was a shield agent at one point. And if that's the case, maybe maybe you do. Maybe you can bring back another Hawkeye show where it's. It's her and it's Kate Bishop and it's Hawkeye and you could do something like this. And maybe that if there if, if the Kingpin's back, maybe that's your excuse to bring in Daredevil. You know, um, maybe that's your 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 I your way that you can open that door to Daredevil. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Um, we'll see. So, yeah, I again, I like I said, I, I just figure we should bring it up quickly because yeah. it's like. You know, and and by the way, here's, here's the real question. I I don't see any dates on when these next Marvel shows are coming out on on Disney Plus. No, we don't have uh, a release date for any of these other shows, like season two of Loki or um, Ms. Marvel. No, wait, Ms. Marvel show has been shelved because they're going to make a second Captain Marvel, uh, She Hulk, and. Oh, I thought ones. it was supposed to. I thought it was supposed to happen before the the, the second Captain Marvel movie. Yeah, maybe. Well, but the next the thing we know, the next thing we know of is just the um, Doctor Strange too. I think that's thing that thing that's next on next on the roster. Right, I'm pretty sure the She Hulk show is going to come out sometime before that, but mm, we'll maybe. see. Um, you know that that's okay. But yeah, I, I you know we I don't know when we're gonna get this we're gonna get Marvel shows again. Um, and part of it is is this is the other question. I wonder. I guess we can go this direction since we're talking about Disney Plus. I am gonna be curious at some point. It's like, 
hey, can you release more than one freaking show a week, you know, at any given time frame? Can we release Star Wars stuff and Marvel stuff at the same time? Can we do that? You got to have that drip. You know, gotta keep or, you gotta or, spoon feeding us to get that full year subscription. Right. But can you, I mean, at some point it becomes a question of, do you really have to do it this way where it's, yeah. okay, we don't have anything. So we're going to drip, drip, drip. And Oh wait, now we have some book of Boba Fett. We have some star Wars. So we're not really, you, you gotta be able to do, I mean, at some yeah. point it's like, don't get me wrong there. It's, it's working for them by the way it is, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, at some point it comes down to, you know, if you're going to drip, do that drip, drip, drip thing at some point, somebody's going to sit, you know, right now we're, I'm paying for the yearly. It is what it is. But at some point I'm going to sit there and look at it and go, Hey, you know what? I can take a couple of months off and wait till all these things come out and watch it for a month or two and be done. If I really want to, the only headache is, is like, for example, how do I avoid all the spoilers? You know, uh, you stay off the internet altogether. Apparently, you go live because, in a tent uh, in Minnesota, right? Because, <laughs> you know, because um, the internet. Yeah, they they really they didn't give a lot of time on how fast the Spider Man. Like every time I turn around, there's another Spider Man story where it's like literally, it's like, you know, it's not really been that many weeks since it came out. You guys could be a little bit more. It's been almost a month now. Right. It's only been like a month. But they were already like in the last two weeks. They were they were putting out dropping stuff the spoilers, and then like, the, yeah. all the all the news sites were dropping articles right. about how Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire secretly sneaked into a theater and watched them by themselves. Right. Which is right. pretty cool. And it is, but I mean, I just kind of laugh because it's like, it's like okay, I mean. Look, it is what it is. There's certain aspects. There's nothing you can do about it. But, you know, it's the frustrating part where it's like, you know, if you're trying to wait a little bit, it's like, geez, I might as well just leave the Internet for two weeks. Um, But but to that point, you know, the reason we even got on this is, you know, it's like, okay, no, we now have a Star Wars show. Now the Hawkeye's done. We go right to Book of Boba Fett. Right. We we have a Star Wars show. following week. So no more, so no more MCU for a while until we're done with Book of Boba Fett, probably. Yeah. And it's like, okay, are you telling us that you just can't release multiple things at well, once? They, obviously, okay. obviously they can. They just don't want to. So that's the answer. Well, we'll see. We'll see. At some point, they're gonna. At some point, they're gonna have to do some of this. It's all about I mean, the, the fucking money, huh? <laughs> right. But at some point, somebody's gonna sit there and go. Hey, you know what? I don't have to pay a yearly for this bullshit. Yeah, and now we've I can... we've we've spent the last few weeks. We've they've we've gotten well, a few months now that they're filming more. They're you no, know, yeah. Uh, they can get more content created now because the things have died down after Delta, but now things are spiking again with the Omicrons yeah. and the had, Delta Cron and the, all kinds of whatever the, the monster planet. Yeah, when hey, I, I said hey, Omicron. Hey. You, you're a transformer guy. Tell Optimus Prime to get it out. Get, get, get Omicron out of here, yeah. Yeah, get get on this get shit. Get open the matrix of leadership. Yeah, Destroy seriously. Omicron. Uh, so, so next, let's see. I did watch a couple of things that are off that, you know, that we obviously, the the shows that you and I know we watched together. I've started watching Star Trek Prodigy. 
Mm. Um, I'm three episodes in. It's okay. It's a kid show, and I, and it's good visuals. Um, story is kind of weak, but it's for a kid show. If I was a kid, I'd be like, yeah, I'd probably watch this. It's interesting. Mm. Um, so Prodigy is okay. Uh, and I did watch Red Notice. Oh, wow. Okay. What'd you think? If an alien landed on Earth and you, 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 he was exposed to Earth for like a week or two, and then you said, you're a movie director, make an American action film. That's this what would do. It's it's an it's an American yeah. action film distilled to its core elements. It's like you know what it is. We've got these three stars here. We don't have a oh, P.S. We ran out of money for Michael Bay, but just do what Michael Bay does. Yeah, they did. Kinda. Yeah, they did. Kinda, you know. Where it's just like plot twist after plot twist after snide remark after explosion after chase scene after another snide remark. And it's just, it was, it was fine. It was, I, I felt like, <laughs> I'm going to go back to this. I really felt like the problem I had with this movie is they needed secondary sidekick characters and they didn't have to be small time secondary sidekick characters. Like they needed like, like Ryan Reynolds and, 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 and the rock needed like a Kevin Hart guy. They needed that. Just like Gail Godot needed like somebody like uh, what's her name Melissa McCarthy or something like that to play off of a little bit. That that was what I felt like was kind of missing in that movie. I mean, I don't know how you'd fit it, but I felt yeah. like that was what was missing. Yeah. Um, I saw it for free, so I'm right. Not complaining, but um, it was yeah. I'm not saying it was a waste of my time, but I did so get a couple of Snickers out of it. Let me ask you one question. Huh? Based on how that thing ended. Do we think that this is going to turn into kind of like the Netflix versions of like the Ocean's Eleven series? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, care. I mean, just think about. I mean, but, but think about it with the way that it ends. It's, yeah, it obviously it, sets it, it up for Red Notice too. Right, but here's the thing. Okay, so all right, so the three. I I don't probably well, we talked about it. There's going to be spoilers. And this has been out a long time now. Yeah, it's been out for but, a couple months. Right, so I mean, the three of them are together. Okay, so now the three of them are together. Needless to say, you gotta have a. You, okay, so now you need new bad guy, or more, or new, or, or other people. So I feel like this is gonna turn into like that next franchise, kind of like either Ocean's Eleven or Fast and Furious, where it's like, how many people can we cram into a movie? You know into a movie in, into this kind of movie yeah. i don't know i could be very wrong about this but that's just kind of the vibe i'm getting yeah i hear you but it was just all right like i said and I'm, by the way that doesn't yeah. bother me i mean because sometimes those movies can be fun um, and this was yeah. trying to be a fun popcorn film and yeah it succeeded mostly yeah. it's like there's certain suspensions of disbelief about you know the car is 80 years old the tires would have dry rotted and how come it started right away and there's gas would have been bad on it. It's like, <laughs> like think of when you think about those things, then yeah, then you're you're not for this. Yeah, movie. yeah, this yeah, is not for I, you. I, I just kind of laugh when I when people start getting like that about. It was like Neil deGrasse Tyson started uh, criticizing gravity with Sandra Bullock. <laughs> it's basic like, science. It's, it's a fucking movie. It's a fucking movie. That's right, exactly. It's not. It's Dwayne Neil, the Rock Johnson and Ryan Reynolds and, and yeah. Gal Gadot. They're all in the car. 
Yeah, it's it's uh, it is Come yeah. on. it is a movie, and it is just there for us to entertain, not for us to pick apart. So, you suppose, I mean, suppose you can if you want to, but just say to yourself, dude, it's just 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 a movie. Look, there are certain things I you know me. There are certain things I will break down like a Sapruder film, okay? But as soon as I saw like what it was going to look like, I'm like, there's no reason to break this down. Just accept it for what it is, and and. How much did I like it? How much did I did? And what, what, what things could have maybe done and been done a little bit yeah. better? Other than that, it's like, dude, there ain't much more to this. This is a, this is the, the kind of movie you set to a lower standard to enjoy mm-hmm. than you would, say, like an Oscar-worthy film. Yeah. I mean... And then just enjoy it. It's just, it's, it's just a romp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is yeah. the kind of thing where you, it's like you, it's a, you want this is fast food movie. Mhm. This is not, you know, prime rib and uh and and foie gras. This right. Is, this this isn't even like your 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 prime rib of like yeah, exactly. action films. Yeah, you're just this is just Big Mac and fries kind of movie. And you so. know what? Sometimes I'm in the mood for Big Mac and fries. Yeah. All right. Um, and, and that, so and that, you, you got to know what you're going into when you get to that. When you that's get, when why you I always laugh because I know you weren't always a fan of the Michael Bay stuff, but I, the Michael Bay movies. But that was one of the reasons I kind of enjoyed some of the Transformer movies. Was it's like, okay, I know what you I'm know, getting. You know what you're getting into. I know what I'm getting into. After I'm the first probably, one, we knew what we're getting into. But the thing is, it just right. it didn't get any better. Well, eh, after again, three, after three, they four and five were shit. Yeah, again, I didn't yeah. pay full price either, though. I mean, right. that's part of the answer. That's, is, yeah. Which is, okay, on a, on a Saturday afternoon and I got nothing better to do, I'll pay a matinee price. Here's my big fucking popcorn. That's right. Here, here's my gigantic drink. And no, there's not very many people in the theater. And I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is, which is yeah. mindless, dumb bullshit. Yeah. And I'm glad I, you know, like I said, it was on Netflix for free, so I'm glad I didn't pay for it. Oh, okay. So, okay, so we can proceed to our next uh, show. That we didn't watch. Yeah. I mean, I do have some other things that I watched on the side, yep. but we'll okay. get to those later. All right. We can get, we get, we'll get to those later. That's fine. All right. Uh, the Yellowstone finale was last week or was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, it was just. Did you like it? It was fine. I, I was, I had a, I was expecting more. Yeah. Like the season three finale left off as such a cliffhanger, but I think. The creator wanted to be done with it, and he wanted to, I don't know if it was just a love letter to the cast, or just to wrap things up in a nice little bow, like, I don't know. It was, um, there were missed opportunities for sure, and I was like, eh, all right, this will work fine. You know, I wasn't angry, I didn't, you know, flip a table or anything afterward. It was fine. You know what the problem is? It's what it, it ended up being exactly what we thought it would be. Yeah, you called it. You th- it was it was uh, placating to the the core fans. Yeah, it, it placated to anybody who wanted to see Beth basically make Jamie look like a bitch. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's really too bad because it's like at some point you need to let him win, or otherwise this is just. This what's the point? If the Duttons are always kind of on on the up and up, and they always win, and it's like, 
even though they have they've committed terrible they've done terrible things they've murdered people and covered it up like i said they go he the jamie goes to the cliff the the train station or whatever they call it yeah where he ditches the body where it rolls down the hill never be seen again see i mean the part to me that i laugh about is all right she's there you're there she's taking the picture the only thing i can think of is he doesn't have a gun it's just, uh, I'm just taking my laundry out in a sack no, that's shaped even, like a human body. It's not even that. It's, all right, you're there, she's there, she's taking a picture. Magically, he doesn't have a gun. Shoot her! Just yeah. shoot her. Yeah, where'd the, where'd, yeah, where'd he... You know, okay, magically, suddenly you don't have a gun. Just shoot her. Just shoot her and she's gone. And, or, or, that would be interesting. What if we had ended there where basically Jeff, Jamie left her to die right there? You know, that would have been interesting instead of instead of this conversation later that basically John's trying to make it sound like he's a, you know, John's trying to make it sound like he's been a good father to Jamie and that he really loved him. And it's like, that's bullshit. That is absolute garbage. And they did cover a murder up for Jamie in season two. Yeah. So this isn't the first time that they can claim that they got Jamie by the short hairs. I know. Right. I mean... And then the whole thing about the, the impromptu wedding and yeah. uh, Casey's vision quest was kind of like just what just the f- there. Yeah, what was that about? It was just... Yeah, yeah and then um, what else? The, 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 the Jimmy storyline that's yeah. setting up for the Four Sixes spinoff, I think. It's like really, did you really need to spend did you really need to spend that much time? Did you really need to spend that much time with him all season? All season so that you could get your four sixes spin off. I don't think you did. I think the minute that he left and he you found him on the ranch, like in what was it, episode three or four? It was uh it was late in season three where he was found, you know, he broke his hurt his back. No, I'm talking about, you know, they ship him down there. Okay, yeah. so they ship him down yeah, there. Yeah, send him to the ranch to become a cowboy. You're going to be right. a cowboy. And, 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 you know, okay, fine. They they took him with them with a rodeo, and they drop him off, and he doesn't know where I'm he's gonna going. He's going to represent this ranch. And right. then and he was there, and he comes back, and he's like, I'm here to prepay my debt. And John's like, ah, nah, you're good. <laughs> right. But, like, even before that, it's like, okay, so I'm down on this ranch. Okay, that's it. We don't have to see him again. We really don't. We could have, like... That could have been like. And the problem with show. Jimmy is just didn't, Jimmy doesn't seem like a very dynamic character. He's not, you know, the, anyone who's dynamic would be the dude he wrote, drove down with. You know, the, he's the creator of the show, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the the. the oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's him. That's that's the guy who created, and he's also co-created the the what that the other prison show with Jeremy Renner. Yeah, that thing. I I tried watching that. The Mayor of Kingstown. Real. That is dark. And 1883. But that, that was is... him, actually. So he's just there as a cameo. But I think this whole season was just wanted to, in case this was the end, because I think Kevin Costner wanted out because um, the shooting was just extensive and they had to take a long break, obviously, because of the Rona. But yeah. you know, it's, it's fine. I, I criticized this last season for having a lot of concurrent storylines. And they pretty much, I suppose they they concluded them in a, reasonable way they didn't then leave too many open 
uh, doors. The whole thing about the hippie girlfriend that he just went to a judge and yeah. And, oh yeah, she's twenty I mean, years. I'm like no, nah, no, nah, all right, year and a half. <laughs> I mean, there's. It just seems like there, and, and then it's like so. So first of all, that doesn't really seem to go anywhere. Then the whole Lloyd and what's his name, the singing cowboy guy. Yeah, like, uh, what what's is, his name? What is, Carter, I think it was his name. I can't. Walker? Is it Walker? No, no I think it was Carter, the 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 musician, the, the guitar yeah. player, the guitar I, I, player. Right, the guitar. Well, that was well, that was resolved before the end of this. They, they, I know, but they made like, nice. Just, they made their it piece. Just, it just felt like filler. No, it's just men just duking it out. There's, right, but there's it's been just a like, band issue. Nah. Like, there's just a lot of weird filler shit where it's like. And then the boy. No, Carter was the name of the boy, not the. Yeah, Carter the name of the boy. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I all I know is like there's just like they could have spent a lot more time resolving the cliffhanger, like really building out that cliffhanger thing from season three, and they didn't. And 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 again, it's like okay. You could have made this, you know, maybe maybe it will still be interesting in 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 season. It was it five. If they make a season five, we don't know yet. I, I think they are. They had nine point three million people watch on that Sunday night. <laughs> right. I mean, that's that. It was the most watched show on television that night. Right, and, and it's one of the most watched shows on TV yeah. all year. So, you know, we'll we'll see. I I'll be honest. I would like to see the four sixes show with Jimmy. Um, Jimmy to me was one of the few characters I find somewhat redeeming. Yeah, I finally um, told off that no good girlfriend of his. Yeah, I, he's the, he's one of the few characters. Oh, he's cheering. Find, <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, he's one of the few characters I find actually redeeming, like a redeeming of a human being. Um, and I think it could be interesting, you know, to see where he might go and what they could do with it, um, and what they could build out with that. And, you know, the four sixes is a real ranch. I'm sure they, they want to pump some money into that and make some money on that too. So <laughs> there's some cross branding shit. Cause we've as talked well about that before. Yeah. You know, the prequel series from 1883. I and, still haven't but, watched. I have, I still have that on DVR. The yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched, watched past episode one yet. The first episode was admittedly pretty brutal. So was I it? know what I'm getting into. So, um, I, I'm just not, I don't have my stomach for it yet, so. Yeah, that's, that's, by the way, that was my problem with, with the, with the mayor, which, whatever. Mayor the of other Kingstown? Show, yeah, it was. Was, it was really kind of, it's, it's funny, it's the kind of show I thought I would have enjoyed, and I was like, this is a little too gritty dirty even for me, that I'm like, yeah. eh, I don't feel okay. comfortable. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable watching this. So thing. Yellowstone, it left me a little underwhelmed, but I'm like, I just yeah. threw my hands up, I'm like, okay, and they, of course, if they do a season five, then they're gonna re- they're maybe if they they resolve the issue with the Indians, maybe having to do with KC yeah. and you know his Indian wife and and also the 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 market equities or whatever the company that's gonna sue yeah. Beth, where she's like, I'm gonna put the public restroom where your fucking house is. Yeah, that was one of the better <laughs> lines. Good. Of the yeah, whole, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just feel like. I feel like the whole, I mean, let, let, well, let's just put it where it is. You know, the whole Jamie thing is, okay, we need to build out stories so that we can build out characters so we can spin off for this other show. Okay. And then, and then it's like they were trying to, the rest of it, I don't know what the hell they were doing. I I just don't, 
it's like they forgot who their main central characters were or something or I don't I don't know it just seemed like they 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 got away from a lot of the basics yeah and, and rip was and such were, a badass in season three and four. And then mm-hmm. final episode, he's just walk, standing in the back with his hands folded saying, Oh, Beth, ha ha, you cray cray. Yeah. Well, again, this goes back to, and I saw it from some of the things that were written about, you know, the, about how the season ended and stuff where people were like, Oh, it's glad. we're glad to have the real Beth back. And I'm like, great. So you need to have adversaries for her. But and the most chief obvious one is Jamie. But you've decided to basically make him her bitch, um, and continually. And it's like, okay, then it's not really. Then then it's just a self fulfilling prophecy that that she's going to at but, some point kill him. But I mean, you, gotta, like, you look at Beth objectively; she's not a nice person. No. <laughs> if you're a secretary in front of her, beware. <laughs> Yeah, well, if you're anybody. Yeah, you're anybody, any... pretty much. Who's not, yeah. like, you know, doesn't have the, the, the brand <laughs> on their chest. Yeah, seriously. Then I you're mean, the I enemy, apparently, I'll because... Be you, you pretty much need to be, like, a old-school alpha male. Yeah. You know, and be like, you know... Mm. Oh, like, well. Rugged old-school alpha male guy. That's right. Mm, gristle, yeah. gristle, gristle. So, yeah, I, again, I, I'm with you. Hmm. I'm with you entirely. I'm just kind of like, whatever. Um, but, it, you know, I, I get the impression it was, you know, they used Yellowstone to, um, they used Yellowstone to launch two shows this year, which is the 1883 thing. Well, technically three. They they launched the other show with Jeremy Renner. Now the mayor of Kingstown. Because they were freaking airing commercials for every five minutes. Oh, every commercial break. If it wasn't yeah. a commercial tied to uh, something cowboy, that yeah. was awesome what or they did with Liberty Insurance. They put a guy on a yeah. on a mechanical bull. It was Mitch the cowboy or something like that? It's like yeah. you want to advertise in the show, you better have a fucking cowboy on it. And it's like Liberty Mutuals be like, we got you, fam. And it's just yeah. some guy on a mechanical bull. His name is Mitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> Like tractor supply company or uh, boots company or yeah yeah it's either that or a continual advertisement for 1883 yeah. for mayor a mayor of kingston and it's like you know and then to top it off you know they're spinning off the, the show with jimmy for the four sixes thing yeah. so really in reality i mean if, if anything i kind of laugh they need yellowstone to spin off more shows or, and to be able to promote to get more people to watch Paramount Plus, right? Because it seems like that's it seems like it's one of the few ways out of anywhere that's right. they close need, to. How it. can we capitalize on the Dutton verse? Yeah, well, well, I hate to say it, they're certainly not capitalizing on the Star Trek universe. I still haven't watched season four, Discovery. I, I hear you're not missing anything. I, that's what I hear. I've got friends who are like, uh, yeah, I'm like oh, that's too bad. Like, season two is so good. And then season three was just meh. And I'm like, ah. Well, like I said, I'll just wait for my Captain Pike show. Oh, well. I, I think you're going to wait a while. Mm. I think you're going to wait a while. I thought it was in the can. Jeez. I don't know. I, I have no idea. All I know is someone has to, I mean, 
See, the problem is, like, the Prodigy show seems to be working, and there's enough people who enjoy lower decks. Yeah. Where it's that's just enough for for CBS and Paramount to not sit there and go, something has to be. Well, about we got season two of Picard people. coming. Because they were filming really? season three of Picard, but they had to halt uh, production because a bunch of cast members, not Patrick Stewart, but a bunch of cast members have tested positive for COVID. So they yeah. had to pause productions on season three. But season two is coming, I think, soon. I think it's just after they – I think what Paramount Plus, as soon as Discovery's over, then they're going to start dropping season two of Picard. See, see, to me, I think that's the funny part too is it's like – you know, with say, you know, the interesting part to me is you kind of look at what. Well, I shouldn't say that because initially Disney Plus started with the Mandalorian, and it wasn't like they started with Mando wasn't exactly a real made wasn't really a character in Star Wars at all. Yeah, everyone's but, all like meh, but then it just you know it attracted the attention of a lot of normies, and right. it just blew up. I mean. People who don't know shit about Star Wars were like, "Oh my God, Baby Yoda!" Yeah, well, not to mention Mando, the fact Space that, Daddy. Right, not to mention the fact it was a good show. Yeah, it was. Mean, that, it was. That, that helps too. But but you notice that a lot of the, the the other shows that they're looking at building are with characters that are a little bit more well known in the Star Wars universe, and and I just can't help but notice that other than the card show, well, okay, the Pike show is working its way. But Pike isn't well known as a Pike isn't a mainstream character. No, but he's gonna have Spock on it. So great, wonderful. Well, why not do a Spock show then? Well, it says kind of. Why not use what's his name and let him play Spock and do a Spock show? Let Spock have his own goddamn ship. <laughs> but he didn't get his own ship in Star Trek. Well, that's the problem. Guess what? Now he does. They make up all, all kinds of shit. Why can't they make up some shit here? I know. I mean, like, seriously. He's got another brother. He's got another you, sister. I mean, seriously. <laughs> you recast all those people from the movies. You mean to tell me you can't figure out a way to get some of those people who are pretty talented actors at some point to basically be like, hey, we're going to do a spinoff show on Paramount Plus, and we want to bring you in, and we want you to reprise this character. You mean to tell me they can't figure that one out? Not without upsetting too many fans, I guess. Fuck the fans. Get something that's fucking marketable. The fan, you, you've got to you gotta placate to the core fans. That's what. Yeah, but you know what? If it's good, who gives a shit? That's the real truth. Well, true that. Hmm. Oh. I mean that that's part of the problem. Part of the problem is is if it, if any of this Star Trek shit, even Picard, even Picard wasn't that great. It was unexceptional. It was, it was... It was... And that ending was horrible. I mean, that ending was... I don't even know what the fuck happened. And I watched it. And <laughs> I don't know what happened. I still can't tell you what the fuck really was going on. It's like... It was like Star Trek 1 revisited. <laughs> Same fucking thing. I'm not, like, not disagreeing. I know. It's just... That's where Star Trek goes wrong. It, it's, it's like... Here, right? Hey, look, you finally got me. You know me? I'm not a Star Trek guy. Oh, look, you got me to watch Star Trek. Why? Oh, because I watched Next Generation when I was when I was younger. Okay, great. Picard. I know Picard. I like Picard. You know, 
Gen X's grew up with Picard. Okay, great. We'll watch this show. Okay, I don't know what the fuck's going on here at the end, but okay. Sure. Whatever. Hmm. You know, give me my fucking Deep Space Nine show. Seriously. Uh, the documentary did do uh, a test read for like the first episode of what would have been season eight. So we kind of know what how the direction the writers would have gone in had they wanted to do it. But I don't think it's ever going to happen. What if we what if we like what if, forget like going back to season eight. What if like they went 10, 12, I don't know. 20, no, that's what they years. that's what we would have done with season eight. It would have been oh, really? a jump, a, a time jump. Oh, really? Okay, that's interesting. Jadzia is captain of her own ship, uh, and Nog dies in the first episode on the Defiant. The Defiant explodes, and they're they're uncovering this conspiracy about the Jem'Hadar on Bajor. Mm. But they explain it, I guess, in the the DS9 documentary, the What We Leave Behind. Oh, okay. So, interesting. Oh, interesting. No, no, I take it all back. Okay, well... Congratulations! Well, they won't fucking use that. Well, they they can't do it now because obviously too many cast members have gotten too old or died. So, yeah, but you could do. There's, I mean, seriously, you could revisit Deep Space Nine. You, 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 you. There's enough characters and enough people where you could do just enough. Maybe to if make they if they do a cameo of the station in present day on Picard, and then that can spin off to something like they're doing with the Captain Pike show. Maybe yeah, they tried to spin it off that way. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, the truth is, is you can bring about what's his name. He's he's in the freaking he's in the freaking what do you call it? wormhole anyway. That's Cisco? the problem. The big, that's the biggest problem. You're gonna get every you gotta get every books to come back and play Cisco. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Well, yeah. I think we can move on. Um, yeah. There's one other show that we have to mention that we did watch both together. We know for sure. Yeah. And... The exact. The exact opposite storytelling techniques uh, for everything that we've complained about Yellowstone man this show Cobra, has gotten it so right oh my god Cobra Kai I could you know look you know my background in terms of teaching storytelling and, and public speaking I swear to god this show I could teach people how to write great stories by watching Cobra Kai I literally could. I could sit there and point it out. I could literally sit there and be like, okay, so watch what they do here and how they do this and what they do and how they make this work and what they do here and how this is how it goes and they can build beyond. I literally could do that. And it's so clear that any that anybody would be able to see it. Anybody. That's how good it is. Well, it has its own vibe. I mean, it gets a little telenovela. It gets a little, you know, like with characters changing allegiances and switching sides and coming good to bad, vice versa. But it's right. the like as I was ranting and raving about the show when it first came out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And you did, you did. Back and, when we first started. Yes, yes, I was there. <laughs> mm-hmm. You were and, there. You were one of the early ones. That's right. And it's the tar- teen drama part 80s nostalgia and who'd have thought this many years off i would have given a shit about the karate kid universe this this show uh, of course i binged it in two days i i tried you know i have to work new year's weekend so i was Mm -hmm. only gonna get a couple of episodes in at a time and i'm like 
competing with my sister to be all like, oh, she's episode, oh, she's episode what? I'm like, oh, I'm only on episode what? <laughs> but yeah. yeah, this was totally binge worthy. They're like digestible, like 30, 40 minute episodes of season four yeah. was like 10 episodes where I think the finale yep. was almost like just over 45 minutes. But man, oh man, it, it paid off and I was deeply satisfied. I laughed. I cried. I was shocked. Uh, at the full range of emotions this season. And I think some characters had some great arcs, especially Dimitri. He's a champion <laughs> with that Pac-Man blazer. <laughs> but mm. And Eli, who was obviously Hawk, uh, had a great right. arc this season. And it's funny. that should. And it's funny. This is how good they are about things. We're so convinced that the where we know the end is going to go in terms of who the final boys fight is going to be. OK, that it should. And, and again, this is an example of me being a storyteller and explaining how good of a storyteller they are. OK, they totally set Hawk up, Eli up for what's known as what's called the hero's journey, which is this person who's high on the kite, high on the world. Everything's going great. And then something happens and it sends them into a tailspin. Anybody? And then they find their way and, and, and they over a while. He it. was not a good person. But, right, he, but he had a change of heart. Well, I'm just talking about this season. Alone. Well, this season. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hawk, right. you know, he started off as, you know, in, co- in Cobra right. Kai. Right. But the point being, like, like, for example, okay, at the beginning of the season, he's one of the top guys. He's he's this guy. He's, he's His spirit is, is unbreakable. All this stuff. And then, you know, the one thing happens and they... They, they shave off his mohawk and suddenly he doesn't know who he is. And he's trying to find himself and he, his confidence levels are shattered. And, and then, and then, you know, suddenly, you know, he seems to refine that confidence and the girl he thought yeah, didn't like moon. likes yeah. him. And, <laughs> and, 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 and he seems to refine it and suddenly he finds himself in the final and, and, and boom, there's your hero's journey. And, and the funny part is, is, it's so obvious that it's there the whole way because if you're watching this, if you're watching the episodes, it's there. But we're so convinced, so convinced that's other that characters probably, like Miguel and Sam, Miguel or Robbie, yeah, are going to be in the final. That at no point did we ever sit there and think, did I ever sit there? They the come from behind. Like, well, no, it's not even that. It's like it as a storyteller. It's like, oh, this is so obvious. This is so obvious that this is what they're setting up for. But at no point in time do they sit there and go, yeah, that's who's going to be in the final. Okay. At no point in time do I think that. I'm yeah, like, well, no he way. threw us for a loop when um, Miguel hurt his back. And yeah. I, I almost stood up in my chair when that happened, man. That was, yeah. like I said, this is just amazing storytelling. And these these beloved characters I... we've come to enjoy listening. I mean, like, like, like I said, I've always said this from the beginning that that Johnny gets like the, he has the best dialogue in this whole show because he's such yes, he a clod. He is he's awesome. Yes, he does. yes. And, and he delivers it amazingly yes. well. I yes, mean, like, yes. Like it's so purposely delivered to where it's like he yes. does it. You know, he and this, he this is a believable person. You can believe right. that this person can exist in 2021. And the and the best part is is like you're listening to him and it's like. Okay, it's not like he's trying to be a dick. He just doesn't know any better. Yeah. He just doesn't know he's any stubborn, better. stubborn, set in his ways, and he... And he doesn't and, understand, and he doesn't get it, and he, and and this, and he doesn't... And he doesn't... Yeah. I don't know that he... And at the same time, he has this long-time grudge with Daniel, 
but they finally yeah. they finally worked together to a point. But no, it was fantastic. Well, and, and it's interesting too because because you know it, uh, this is the part that's amazing. You only have ten episodes. These episodes are anywhere from thirty to fifty minutes. Okay, and and somehow you are running multiple storylines for for multiple characters. But it's done effectively, unlike right. Yellowstone. Well, and not only that, it's done more effectively than anybody I've seen on TV. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of shows where, seriously, there's a lot of shows where literally I'm just like, I can point it out right now. Like, seriously, like the W, I'll give you an example. The WWE writers should be fired. Vince McMahon should hire, like, the <laughs> Cobra, should hire the Cobra Kai writing staff, like, right now. Right now. Because if he did, their show would be great. Okay? Um, but that's that's what I mean by this is is there's a lot of good there's a lot of good TV shows and there's a lot of great stuff. Nobody has their writing. Their writing is so good, and they're able to 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 make it so that if you've never watched if you didn't know shit about this, you could understand it. But if you've been there a long time, you don't. It, it's it equally feels just it's equally feels just as important. And yeah. and, and you know what's interesting too is. You know the way that se- the whole season plays out. You know it's interesting because Daniel basically has a story where he has to admit that sometimes he's not right. Sometimes he's not right. Yeah, and the same thing goes for Johnny. Right, but but Daniel really. I mean seriously, yeah. Daniel really. I mean, yeah, he is truly the stubborn one. Right, and and a lot of it is spurred on Cause, by because it's just by, not just by, villains and heroes and villains it's people who are who think what they know is right yep yeah well and and again the Terry Silver thing i mean that you know seriously it just throws them off the deep end yeah and you did not have to watch season you didn't have to watch karate kid 3 to know what this was about they throw in the 5 no, second they, flashbacks yeah. and the exposition is properly done where mm-hmm. it's not like you know just boring like um Dream sequences or some some bullshit they could use, but instead they just they he's ex, explains what he did in in, in Karate mm-hmm. Kid three. So so let's like for example, like the Tory storyline was interesting too, because again, here's another example of kind of that hero's journey kind of thing. Yeah, she they did it. She was, she was full evil. Now she's slightly less evil. Right. Well, and 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 you know exactly, just like they kind of humanized Robbie at the same time too. Yeah. You know they brought him back from fully evil. And again, yes. they give them it's again, heroes journeys are supposed to be for heroes. The interesting part to me is is in Cobra Kai, they give people who were villains heroes journeys so that they can make them more right. likable. So many shades so, of gray in this show. Right. Well, exactly. Yeah. And 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 they did that with both characters with the purpose being that you couldn't just really hate them. You had to kind of like No, you and you still them. they still have some redeeming qualities. Right, exactly. Exactly. And that's that's when you know, that's when you know that you've created a great show. Is is you've created a great show because you've made it where, and, and by the way, to go back to the to, to go back to the Yellowstone, this is the problem that I'm having with Jamie. Here's a perfect example. Is is you look at what they did with like the Tories, and you look at what they did with 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 Tory and Robbie. Okay, there's no reason you couldn't do that with Jamie. You can do the same thing with Jamie. You could make him like that, and then it would make the fight between him and Beth far more interesting. 
Instead, instead, you get what you get. And, and so, as a result, it's not nearly as interesting. It's not nearly as good, either. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Of, so what do you think about the little kid's story? The, uh, the arc, the season four arc was, um, we introduced a new character. It was a new kid mm-hmm. in school. And he's the older brother of uh, one of Robbie's cellmates in Juvie. Right. And he gets bullied by by none other than uh, some some kids in school, including Anthony Larusso, yep, who we know is not a uh, <laughs> not a really nice person uh, to begin with. That's funny oh. though; they did address his weight loss, just like how Anthony Soprano lost weight in in uh, in the show, where yes. uh, Johnny says, "What do you switch to Whopper Juniors?" <laughs> How do you catch that line? Okay. Yes. yes. Where nice. Johnny was in the house. I think they were serving breakfast or something. And yeah, you know, like Anthony that. shows up. But yeah, the, what's the kid's name? Terry, I think is his name. Uh, uh, but um, yeah, so he joins Cobra Kai. We thought, you know, it's like another story where like, oh, this kid is bullied. You know, if he gets to Miyagi, he, Doe, he could, or Eagle Fang, you turn him yeah. around, turn him into a, a, a competent, you know, fighter. But no, he, he goes to Robbie and Robbie shows him, he gives him a taste, and he delves into it. He and he becomes a you know a not a nice person. Yep. By the finale, and, and, he gives Anthony what for, mm-hmm. where some people would argue that Anthony deserves it. And he does. He does slightly. <laughs> he does. But at some point, it's like, but there is that part where it's like, okay, well now the the the, the scripts have flipped, and he is the bad guy. Yeah, and by the way, I'm not positive that next season he's not like the guy for Cobra Kai. That kid. Well, he's like uh, he's got like I said he's small. He's got the speed. He's like Woody the Wabbit in Meatballs. He's he's got okay, the speed. Yeah. Use your speed to your advantage, and that's what your that's what how uh, what, uh, Terry and Crease were. Mm-hmm. You know, they saw some potential in him. Yeah. So, but I'll be curious, like I said, we haven't gotten to talking about what we think for season five, because we'll get to it. Um, but I do think he has the potential to be like one of the frontline guys in season five for Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. for, for the, for, for what Cobra Kai will be, the Cobra, the Cobra Kai dojo will be. Um, I thought what they did with Terry, what they did with Terry Silver was interesting. Um, yeah, the, his his arc because this was this was his season as well, mm-hmm. where we find out what he's been doing since he broke ties with Crease, mm-hmm. and he's you know he's civilized he's he's uh, he's put that behind him, but obviously he's once he once Crease uh, put the fire under him that he's fully immersed, and then uh, I enjoyed the uh, the tension between them, where mm-hmm. Terry used his intellect and turned it around and yep we had uh yeah we we had i did not see well the whole thing was stingray which was yeah, I, I, didn't, did, I didn't see that coming no did not did not no. uh see that with uh with when terry beat up uh arrow and yeah terry silver beat up stingray yeah <laughs> so well and, and that's the interesting part to me is you know Crease is your classic bad guy, bad guy, okay? But he never... 
but he was who he was. It wasn't going to get much further than where. I mean, he could. He was going to do certain things, but this this just adds an entirely new dimension. I mean, Terry Silver as your main big bad guy is adds an entirely different dimension. To yeah, this entire, from Crease. To this entire like, show. You, you, fl- you go back to the season one finale and Crease shows up. We're like, holy shit. And now, season four finale, Terry just put Crease in jail. And we're like, holy shit. Well, and here's the interesting part. So, it's, so Crease steals the dojo from Johnny. Yeah. And, and then Silver steals the dojo from, <laughs> from Crease. Okay. Yeah. So, so to me, I, I thought it was some interesting symmetry that in the end, Kreese had done with to him what he did to what Johnny, to Johnny. Yeah. what he did to Johnny. And, and, and so, and it's funny cause I noticed it right away and I'm like, but nobody's talking yeah. about it. And I'm like, yeah. that's, that's really something. Yeah. And the one, um, la- the one last thing I want to bring up about season four of, um, Cobra Kai, uh, and of course you give your thoughts as well, get your thoughts as well. But, um, the arc between Miguel and Johnny, uh, when uh, Miguel and Sam were an item and they were training together with when Miyagi Do and mm-hmm. Eagle Fang had joined forces, but then the the wedge had been forced. The I mean, they're two; they won't work together. So, so Sam stays with her father, and Mia and and Miguel trains with Johnny, but Johnny still sees this. You know this father's this fatherly relationship he wants he wanted to have with Robbie, mm-hmm. and the one time where well Terry you know lured Johnny back to the old location of the mm-hmm. of the original and beat him up and he's home drunk and where Johnny um, you know uh, Miguel helps Johnny to bed and he's just drunk and just not uh, you know out mm-hmm. of it he's totally out of it and. And there's a moment of truth between them and a very uh, sentimental moment, which causes Miguel to, um, worse after the, the whole injury uh, with his back. But that was just a great, mm-hmm. because that's where it all started was, was Johnny and Miguel mm-hmm. uh, in the parking lot of the convenience store uh, where, but now we've, it's come to this point in, in the relationship between them two. And where then, whereas Miguel was bonding with Danny and then it came to this. Yeah, it was. It was like I said, this great right. storytelling, great character moments, great character. Well, beats. and then he thinks he's Robbie, which is the, yeah. And, yeah. and in his drunken delirium, you know, it's what he what he wanted to say in his heart to his son, not Miguel. Yeah. And that yeah, that was yeah, uh, a great absolutely. moment. Well, and and again, all that plays into the fact that you know I, I, there are a couple things. There, God, boy, there's so many directions I can go on this. Um. You know, like, for example, um, yeah. Um, well, let's talk about the fact that Johnny and, and Dan- Johnny and Daniel fight. Yeah, um, they have, they, they th- th- built a sparring mat. They built a, like, a proper, you know, a ring, pretty much, mm. in uh, Daniel's backyard. Yep. And then they said, let's settle this. That was awesome. Yes. That was, that, that <laughs> ending for that fight is the greatest. Mm-hmm. Which is literally like, let's go to the replay. It's like, nope, get, get another get angle. Get, get, get that from another, another angle. There is no other angle. <laughs> yeah. Like, so we don't know who won. We have no clue. Just like the end of Rocky Three, 
Right. The clubber like, Lang. Yeah, we have no clue. And that's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's just beautiful that literally they figured out a way to take each other out, <laughs> like, on the same move. And it's yeah. like, okay. Um, and then, obviously, they, they that's when Hawk shows up, and then everything goes it's the, the 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 unifying force. Right, right. Um, I thought the other interesting part. So there's a, a couple interesting things here too, which is there are times where Sam gets annoying this season. Samantha yeah, gets Sam got kind of mean when Tori went back to school. Yeah, um, there were. I mean, in some ways, I I get it. At the same time, I, I there was some interesting stuff with her this season. They, I think, part of it was to try to give Tori some sympathy i think part of it is to show that samantha she has she has her own little you know aspects of her that aren't exactly pure and innocent either um like for example um might be just uh anthony and sam rebelling against their goody goody father maybe i mean i thought it was interesting too because she trained with johnny a little bit for a while too yeah on the one the rooftop scene you know yeah that one scene with the rooftop where she goes for yeah. jumps off on the other side of the roof and that she learns how to do the tornado kit which which the mother literally is like oh shit i didn't i didn't know i'm so like <laughs> i i thought it was nice that 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 um that sam that daniel's wife and sam i can't remember her name I thought I'm glad she had more of a role this season. Um, I like her; she's really good at. at she, Amanda, she's really, is that, is that yeah, his wife's I, name? Is that her name, right? Yeah, the, she's really good. Yeah, Daniel's wife. The, yeah, I thought the scene with her and Crease was really good. I thought her stuff with Tori was really good. Um, I thought her interaction. I, I, I always like her. She's very good in the entire show, and, and I thought she was great. You know what? I will say the one place where I thought the storytelling got obvious ironically of all places was the tournament at the end what'd you think about the carrie underwood song i don't mind yeah i shrug i don't mind i don't mind i know some people are like oh like i thought it was kind of cool i i guess they found her she tweeted out that they, she she was binge watching the show and loved it and they were like hey you want to come on and do a song which i'm good with yeah i, I, don't I didn't hate it, it. I, 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 you know what? Fine. I, I you know what? I, I'm, I'm not against it, but I will say that one of the things I thought was interesting was in the end, Johnny, one of the things that kind of, there's a couple of things about the end tournament that kind of frustrated me. One, Johnny is nowhere near where, he, where near the top of the leaderboard by the end of the competition. Like, well, he lost Miguel. Well, not, not even Miguel before that. I mean, like there's, there's Miyagi Do and Cobra Kai going like head to head. And like Eagle Fang is down to like six or seven, you know? Um, so I, I thought that was, in, I thought it was interesting that really that was a problem. That was interesting to me that it seemed like that seemed like, it, it just didn't work. The other thing is where I thought was interesting was as soon as they set up the premise that, that Cobra Kai needed that basically Miyagi Do needed to win one out of two, or I'm sorry, Miyagi Do had, had to win both. As soon as I knew Miyagi Do had to win both, I was literally like, and, and as soon as they started with, 
okay, they start with the men's final. It's like, okay, obviously, you, obviously Hawk has to win somehow. It was a phenomenal fight sequence, but it was so obvious that he was going to win and it, that I was like, man. And then I was curious to see where they were going to go, where they were really going to let Cobra. I mean, look, you could have let Miyagi do win, but the show's called Cobra Kai for a reason. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Cobra Kai did win at the end of season one with Miguel. Right. Well, and the, and the other thing is, too, keep in mind is, all right, they lose. What are you going to do? If Cobra Kai loses, what do you do? I mean, it doesn't help the show in any way, shape, or form unless you're going to suddenly refocus everything towards Daniel versus Johnny, yeah. which I don't think they're looking to do. Okay, so it was pretty obvious that Cobra Kai was going to win. Um, now, in fairness, And now we learn that when Tori went back to on back in to get her gear, yeah. she finds out that uh, silver paid off one of the ref. Right, that spot where it, it's funny. It's the spot where John, where she ste- where she knocked her up, and the ref steps. The ref said she stepped out, and Johnny was like, "That's a bullshit call." Well, no. now we learn it was. Now we a know why. Call. Mm-hmm. Right now we learn it was a re- indeed a bullshit call. Um, and then obviously, you know, we. So I mean, I thought that was the only time all season that the storytelling was a little too obvious that we knew where things were going to land because, you know, what, again, especially, you know, okay, Miyagi-Do's got to win too. All right. So is Miyagi-Do really going to win both of these? Well, okay. Magically somehow Eli, Eli beats Hawk. I'm sorry. Eli and Hawk, Eli and Hawk are beat Robbie. Yeah. Okay. Which by the way, it would have been a lot more. Well, I guess it doesn't work that way. But, yeah, I guess the big fight really it, – it, it does make sense, though, that the big fight be, be Tory versus Sam. It really has been the big fight. In some ways, it's a bigger fight than than Miguel and Robbie, if you think about it. I think Miguel and Robbie was – that was that season one or season two? It was season two. Season one. Oh, season or one. It, yeah, I yeah. think it's season one. Yeah. Hmm. No, I, I think it's season one because we haven't had another – we haven't had another... That's right. Season The season two finale was the fight in the school. Right. Right. And then the right. season... This is the, first, right. this is the first season we've gone back to the to the All Valley. Right. Since season one. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I just was... The Miguel not showing up thing, I guess it makes sense, especially considering how Johnny was playing this out. Um, obviously, you know, we did see at the end that um, the guy from that showed up in last season when Daniel went to Japan. Yeah, chosen with the chosen shows yeah, up because and, uh, so obviously Danny's not going to abide by the yeah. rule that you know one stays, one goes. Whoever wins. What do you think about that? What do you think about him deciding to say fuck it? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure once once it gets out, the news is going to get out that Terry paid off a ref, and he's just. Just not on, not an honorable man, right? But I mean, the truth is, is Daniel doesn't know that, and now he's not doing what he. Well, I mean, here's the thing: was Cobra Kai ever really going to be honorable? No. Um, right. I, again, to me, it'll be interesting because it's. I'm curious when, see, when, in terms of time frames, 
once season five officially starts. I'm hoping if in July. No, I don't mean that way. In terms of like, oh, how how like far how far time jump? Right. Okay. Because based on what we saw, I would almost think you want at least six months, maybe a year. No, you can't go another year. That would have been lost. Do a lot. Another tournament would have been lost. But I know maybe. you want Terry wants to franchise the, the right. dojo and you need you need at least six months where. Terry has Terry has taken over the valley. Yes, that's what you want. I mean, honestly, that's 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 where you got to go. Which is okay. He really has taken over the valley. Uh, Cobra Kai is now everywhere, everywhere, and and you literally are the little dojo versus they have an army, and they've won the hearts and minds of the public. Yeah, yeah, because they're all winners. Right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's literally, I feel like, especially with Silver's money, absolutely. So, and, and it's interesting because it, it's so obvious now that I'm thinking about it. it to me, it's interesting because at some point Eagle Fang is going to go back into where season one, where Cobra Kai has been up until now in the shopping center. Eagle Fang will go into the shopping center. Because now Cobra Kai's gone. Yeah. Um, of course, they but, made no mention. I don't know if they dedicated one episode or not, but, I mean, uh, we did lose Ed Asner. No, they did. I oh, saw they did one. mention Ed. Ed okay. Okay, they good. They did. Mm-hmm. They did. They did talk about it. They did, on one of the episodes, do something with Ed Asner. Um, As the uh, the the evil stepdad. And part of the reason why Johnny joined Cobra Kai because he didn't have a you know father figure, and the whole flashback about talking about how he had a box of his dad's old stuff, and she says, "Throw this out. This is no good. Can't live mm-hmm. in the past." And yeah, it was how it just like I said a window into another window into Johnny's uh, uh, life. But yeah, mm-hmm. love it. Can't wait for season five. No, absolutely. Like yeah. I said, um, and I do notice we got somebody with a hand up, but I don't. Jesse, I will tell you now, normally I don't bring up anybody who doesn't have either an Instagram or a Twitter link to their, their profile. Otherwise, we'd love to have you. If you do that, we'll bring you up and you can talk. Um, but I, there's been too many times where we get weird stuff and people ask weird stuff and do weird things on stages, especially since we're recording. So I'm not going to take that chance. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, um, I, so you, I mean, what are you, what are you, what are your theories for season five? Uh, so the only other thing I keep coming back to is um, aside from just the the time jump and the uh, the the plunging I mean, I into the, real, the the darkness. Apparently, I mean the real question is, what do you do with Crease? Yeah, I mean he's certainly not going back to silver. He's certainly not gonna go to Daniel. Right, he's certainly not going to go there. Do you really think we're going to see a reconciliation between Crease and Johnny? I mean, that seems they're just, to they're be just, the... They're just uh, the, enemy, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, so Crease will team up with Johnny to defeat Cobra Kai. Uh, who knows? That That's probably where, where we... And, of course, Chosen's I, I teaming guess. up with uh, Daniel to defeat uh, Cobra Kai as well with their Miyagi-Do. 
I, I guess that's really going to be the answer, isn't it? Because, because that ha- because then that allows for tension between between Daniel and Johnny again, so that they can't really cut, get back on the same page again. Yeah, because um, they've had those fleeting moments where they're working together and it seems to work, right. but then their differences somehow work their way out and all of a sudden they're at odds again. Right. It's been like and that be- for four seasons now. Right. So my guess is they'll kind of do that again. Like they'll get them back on the same page a little bit and then he'll forgive crease. Right. And then, and then this will, this will all go to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, tenuous Alliance. Yes. Yeah. It goes out the window. Again. Mm-hmm. Um, Although it'll be interesting because, see, to me it'll be interesting because I'm curious to what Tori and Robbie do. Yeah, how far they find out where? Yeah, once they find out what kind of man Terry is. Right. Well, obviously Tori does, Mm -hmm. and Robbie, as it is already in in the All Valley, she's he's and Robbie's forgiven his father. Right, and and you know really he's their cousin crease. He doesn't necessarily really like silver. Um, so, so to me, it's kind of one of those, um, it's kind of one of those where I'm like, you know, it's kind of one of those where basically I'm kind of like, okay. Um, I don't, I don't know. I I don't, that, that's where it'll be interesting. I'm curious who stays because because at that point, it could be interesting because does Miguel stick around for Crease? I don't I don't think so. No. Um, no. I, again, yeah, you know, that, that's the other question yeah. I well. keep wondering, too, which is, okay, so now you've got this other storyline where Johnny's going to Mexico to no, find Meg, Miguel. Miguel's going, yeah, Johnny's going to Mexico to find Miguel, who's looking mm-hmm. for his real father. Which begs the question. Is that going to be a Miyagi verse character, or just something else entirely? Um, it's funny. What I mean, I'm like sitting here going, "Is there a way to tie that to a Miyagi verse kind of thing?" I don't think so. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to me, like I said, to see where they go. I mean, obviously, five is in the can. I showed you that article. Yes, Today. you uh, posted me a link to a Screen Rant article about uh, right. Terry Silver teasing uh, what uh, what what may come to be in season five. Right, and it's kind of like what we were talking about. Is I have a feeling it's exactly that, which is, yeah, he's going to take over the valley. He's going to take over the valley, and they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do now. And you know, the interesting part is, is it's like, can we really see? a alliance between Daniel, Johnny, and Kreese. I just don't, I just don't see it. I mean, I guess it's possible by the end, but man, I don't see that one in a mile. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. I, I, you, do you have any thought that that could happen? Just what it seems like it's going towards what it aims, what it's aiming for. Well, especially because, like, there's all this stuff where... But I think we're done with the spit and the handshake kind of thing, saying no more fighting during, you know, before the tournament. Yeah. Which they... But we knew that was going to get broken. 
That's well, I thought it was funny because there were a lot of people complaining about that there wasn't enough action in this season as a result of that, and there were people who were bothered by that. And I got—I I don't know about—I don't think I had a problem with that. Did you? No, no. I just you have, you're gonna have these character moments, which is yeah, fun. yeah. I, I really do. There I was think... enough. There was enough karate in this show to satisfy my yeah. uh, interest. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on 110%. I really kind of thought, um, I really kind of thought that that, that's kind of a bad argument, to be honest. I, I think after the fight in the high school, which was one, one of the greatest fight sequences I've ever seen. Uh, anyway, I mean, with how they filmed that. That's one of the best fight sequences I've ever seen. I think we all want, we just all want more of that. And I, but you, you can only have so much, you can, you can't be constantly doing it or it's just not going to be as impressive or no. interesting. Mm. Well, um, so, uh, we can, I think we move along. Uh, the other thing is book of Boba Fett. Uh, we've had yep. two episodes in episode three drops, before this episode airs. So your thoughts, uh, we can briefly take on this. I mean, I think, uh, we've, we've I talked. I think you and I are on different pages. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think you're right. Uh, but now after watching season two or episode two, where it's become, you know, uh, dances with wolves, uh, pretty much <laughs> with the sand people. And, and not more flashback and less what's going on in present day, present yeah. time right now with him and Fennec. I think uh, there. Hopefully, we'll get more more better moments with them. I know that Fennec, like Boba, saved Fennec's life on mm-hmm. Tatooine. So they, she has a you know has it was a it was a debt to him, a life debt, if you will. Mm-hmm. But the season one and two, we're getting a lot of these flashbacks with the dreams are back. But it's just yeah. flashbacks. They're not dreams, really. <laughs> right. It's backstory in the in the Bakta tank, uh, and yeah, it's we're finding out these first two episodes. We found out what happened uh, after Return of the Jedi. And, yeah. And yeah, I'm like, I'm. We. This is not what I want. <laughs> no. Okay. So yeah, I mean. So. I kind of laugh because it's like the people who really like it are like, oh, it reminds me of The Mandalorian because it's got that Western feel to it. I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't know that I needed this to be there. Yeah, I was we're thinking we're hoping this was uh, something else, but it's this is what we're getting. Yeah, I thought this was like the gangster mafia show. Well, I know this is going to be we're going to delve into the underworld. Right. I really thought we were going to go there. And that's been like 20 percent of the show and i'm like yeah i mean like a little I said, disheartening the only, the only thing i can come up with is unless like he's bringing the whole tuscan army right like, if, the, if, the, hey, if the tuscan raiders become his muscle instead of those two gamorian guards right if that's where this is all leading okay i guess i know some people are like be patient and i'm like i'm trying to be patient my problem is, is it's taken up like most of the episode. Yeah, and we're what we're only getting six episodes. 
Is that all we're getting? I don't know. Either six or eight. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I, I, you know, yeah. And it's like, everybody's like, oh, it's so great to see that. Yeah. I, I mean, it's interesting stuff, but there's just like, again, I'm like, you know what was interesting? What was interesting was when he went to go see the mayor. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, the hammerhead. I I had the hammerhead uh, right. figure as a kid, the so that's Athorian. all I know him as. Is I don't the know the Athorian. name of the race. Yeah, Athorian is what it's Athorian, called. Athorian, okay. Um, but I thought that was interesting. Um, they introduced something entirely new in this whole in this whole twins thing. Okay. Yeah, the Jabba's twins. cousins or something. Jabba's cousins. That's new. I've never seen that before or read anything about Jabba's cousins or anything. And it, I thought it was interesting that, and this is, this is Disney rewriting Canon and I'm okay with it. I, because you know, it, at least it makes it, you know, sounds kind of makes sense. If is, Jabba had any family, they would uh, promptly come forward. Right. But you think they'd have come fa- forward sooner while, when Bib Fortuna took over. Right. Well, that's the interesting part to me is it's like, why do they take so like, long? Why did they take so long? Right. The only, the only thing I can come up with is Bib Fortuna was kind of, I mean, it's not like he wasn't a bad major dojo. Major Jojo. Ma- Daim- ma- Daimyo. Major Domo. Ma- Daimyo, major I think Domo. was the name. Well, he was he was Jabba's major Domo. Right. And then he kind of took over because he kind of took over. And and I, I, I don't know if they were getting their affairs together or what the story was. But now they're here, and obviously Boba Fett's far more of a um, of an issue. I thought the most interesting thing of all was there's a line apparently in there about how about from Fennec about how you can't kill them without permission. Um, yeah, you ever hear about something like that? A hut? You know, here's the thing. That again, Disney's kind of rewriting some rules here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. There is kind of a thing about something like that, but at the same time, how do I put this? Um, I, I've heard some theories about that. One, if you attack one hut, you attack all the huts, like that. Yeah, um, then that might be that. That and, can be interpreted as that. Then right. And all of my reading and playing Star Wars role playing games for years. Here's what I also know. I know that the, that uh, if they don't necessarily like that particular hut. They might look the other way when it happens. Right. And and so there's a part of me where I'm just kind of, especially if it's good for them and good for their business. So to me, I just thought it was interesting because it's like, mm, maybe, but okay, if that's where you really want to go with it, that's a possibility. Yeah. Um, but what? It, well, let's, let's figure out. Let's cover what we liked so far in Book of Boba Fett. I, I'm enjoying the criminal stuff. I really am. Um, I think it's fascinating. I think there's interesting stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, the, the first episode where the guy is like, "Yeah, my tribute is to say hello." Yeah. <laughs> you're standing, Mister Mister Spokesman. You're standing on. Yeah, that's great. And then episode two, they they drop the guy in the rancor pit, and yeah, no rancor. Yeah, no, that was great. I yeah, that was that awesome. Was great, uh, that was great. I thought that was a that was fun. Um, again, I I'm liking to learn a little bit more about things. It's interesting 
because it seems like the mayor clearly knows those two twins are coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is why he's probably another reason why he's not showing Boba Fett any respect. Um, by the way, um, the girl at the woman at the um, at whatever nightclub that yeah is, Jennifer Beals yeah I was gonna say you were that Jennifer Beals I yeah. wasn't. Yeah, I was like, okay, wow. And she's not um, green. She's like normal colored. Yeah. Okay. Well, they don't always have to be green. Yeah. I, just, I guess I'm a little... Are you racist against Twi'leks, Mike? I guess apparently I am. I don't know. Um. Yeah, but I, I thought that stuff was good. I mean, look, of the stuff that you're doing with Boba Fett, with with the the backstory... I mean, there certainly is. I mean, there certainly is some interesting parts. There's some action. I just, I don't know. I, and, I, I'm just kind of like. But after years, after escaping the the Sarlacc, that he still has to. He's had these burns, and he's had these. The guy's still having to go into the the tank to heal his uh, his body. Uh, it's still, yeah. It's the that's. I guess I'm just liking the action so far, I guess, but the, the, the whole train thing is like, this is, I've seen this all before, and I, this is not where I want it to be. Actually, it's funny you say that, now you say that. Um, especially because it's interesting, because you know where else we saw a train thing? Solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of reminded me of that when they were doing the mm-hmm. heist on that, 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 uh, on that train. I, I do kind of laugh because there are a lot of people who didn't see Solo who are like sitting there going, oh, the train thing was amazing. You mean the same train thing that they – you mean <laughs> how Solo. it was similar to what we saw in Solo that you mm. didn't watch because right. you said it was a bad movie? That one? Mm-hmm. By <laughs> the way, I don't know. So I'm, tell me if you've heard the big rumor on the big – the big rumor on who's coming in at the end of the season. No, I don't know the uh, the rumor or what you said. Okay. I'm going to leave that alone then. Okay. I'll leave that alone because it's out there if you if you want to find it. No. And and I got to be honest, if it's true, I'm excited. Okay, great. Um, It's one of the few things right now I'm like, okay, that'll be interesting. Oh, and apparently that Wookiee, see, here's again, perfect example. This is where Star Wars does it poorly, Okay. Okay, there's a black Wookiee. Oh, and apparently he's pretty badass. He's pretty badass looking. Well, apparently he's in the comics. That's what I. That's what I. I immediately found out the day after I watched that episode that this Wookiee is has a backstory. Right, and I'm like, how are we? It's like, oh, you're supposed to know these things. No, I'm not. I'm sure there was a nod to the to the core fans. I'm sure a lot of the fans just went lost their shit when they find out about this character that showed up. Right. And it's like, like how, okay. about letting the, how about letting us in on the fucking joke a little bit? Just a little bit. Not a ton, just a little bit. Yeah. You know, so, and, okay. So, yeah. And, and, and I don't feel, and, and you know me, I don't feel like I'm told, I, I, I shouldn't say that. I haven't read anything in a while. I haven't been playing the video games and all this stuff. But I wouldn't say I'm exactly like a normie, but Jesus, when they do this shit, I feel like I'm a normie. You know what I mean? 
You and I are not normies when it comes to Star Wars. Well, honestly, I didn't know who the Wookiee was. So Neither did I. No. Of course, I never, I don't delve, I didn't delve much into the books or the comics or the EU or any of that. Well, that, that's the other part was like, you oh, seem, you're well, a little more versed than I am in that regard. That, that's the other part that just made me laugh. It's like, it's like, oh, we finally know how he escaped Sarlacc. We knew that like 30 years ago. Yeah. Go, go, go pick up Dark Empire. Are you, it's right are you kind of upset that you didn't fly out through the mouth instead of just like setting like the sides on fire and crawling up through the sand like Dig Dug? Um, I, I don't think so. I, I, I just kind of laugh because it's like, it was far more graphic what he did in the, in the, in the comics mm-hmm. where literally they show him blasting his way through there. Like with like flamethrowers and all that shit. Yeah. And literally having to crawl out. Yeah. Um, it was a lot more graphic than what we got. So I'm like, okay, if you say so. Um, and people are like, well, that's not canon. I'm like, yeah, but they practically stole it. They, it's And they have the right to do that. But I do laugh when people sit there and go, oh, we finally know. No, we don't. We've known for years. We've known for three. I looked it up. Dark Empire came out in like 1982. I mean, not 1982, 1992. Or 1993 or somewhere like that's like 30 years we've known for a long time sorry it just that, oh. that's the stuff where I'm like literally like are you fucking kidding me and we got a bit uh, of Fennec Shand in Bad Batch um, she was uh, mm. represented in a limited capacity uh, towards the end of that first season of Bad Batch Mm. Which uh, I don't know if we're going to get that more more of that next this year or not. I'm not sure, but I just want to. I'm. I, that's what I'm looking most forward to is to getting more backstory on her. I mean, we know enough about, but it's cool that we're getting these flashbacks that he's still, you know, about mm-hmm. his father and getting his armor. He lost his armor. The only the last tie to his father is his armor. Yeah. Uh, and then. Even like even when we knew we was gonna we were gonna lose his armor to the Jawas, because the Jawas pissed me off so much from in episode two of uh, the the Mandalorian when they stripped uh, his ship up. I was like, "You fucking Jawas!" This man gets getting so mad at the Jawas. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, the, the it's nice that we're getting these flashbacks with Boba, but you know, back to growing up on Kamino mm-hmm. and all the you know holding his father's helmet you know but I want to see more of Fennec Shand yep so but also I'm still just just I'm still in I'm still all in yeah we'll just get a final assessment when the season is over but didn't grab me like the first season of Mandalorian right no and I'm I'm sad that we're making the comparisons though yeah and I don't want to no you, you want to know why we're making the comparisons? We're making the comparisons because because Mandalorian was, basic, so, was good. <laughs> well, not a, well that too, but but they're trying to do Boba Fett like the Mandalorian. Yeah, like with all this like old West kind of stuff, and it's like I don't mind the old West stuff and the Western kind of stuff. It's just okay. Yeah, these fish out of water situations where he has to adapt and. 
uh, go along with the natives in a lot of, in a sense. Yeah. But, well, but mean, I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm, I've got, I'm watching it. So we'll yeah, see, I know. I, I, see where I, it goes. Know. That's, that's, I, that's all I can see how to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where we're at. I, I, yeah, I keep, I keep sitting there going, okay. I have a feeling. Yeah. I, unfortunately I have a feeling that the entire season is going to have these backstories. The question is, is this going to be, is that going to be the case in season two as well? We'll see. Cause, cause I have a feeling it is. I have a feeling they're basically staring, stealing the um, the template from, from air, from the arrow show on CW. Where literally it's going to be, there's the pot, there's the net here and now, and then here's this backstory. Because how long is it until he shows up? I mean, in fairness, if you stop and think about it, so they started all the way back to Sarlacc. And... All the way just shortly after the events of Turn- Return of the Jedi. Right. Uh, we know right. that, you know, in the sense, since the return, since Return of the Jedi, we've had this, this power vacuum that's getting filled by these gangs. Right. Which was another scene, I guess that uh, the the scene at the the bar scene or the scene mm-hmm. at the little cantina or whatever, where he beats up the gangs and steals their speeders. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, those two, that young couple that was in the bar, apparently came from a deleted scene from A New Hope. Yep, apparently so. From what um, I'm told. Yeah, that's what I'm. Told but to. uh, yeah, it's yeah, I'm, you know. We're still there. We're still here. We're not going anywhere yet. Right. Well, no, it's it just interesting to me because, like I said, it, it's it's okay. You're gonna do you're gonna do this dual thing because the more and more I think about it, it's like okay, if you're going all the way back to when he escaped Starlock, that's like five whole then, years. Right. And then you're thinking about it, it's like, okay, when did he show up in the Mandalorian? Okay, it was in so season got, two. So you, that's all right. Right. And, and that was five years after Return of the Jedi. Right. So you have four or five years of backstory. Of him, you know, hanging out with the sand people. Or some, or doing something. Doing something. Where is he going to, where, where is he, where's his ship? Right. Well, and, and see, I think this is where we're going to, this is what's going to happen. We're going to literally have two stories. We're going to have the here and now story. And we're Which is unfar- unfortunately taking a back seat right now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, it, it's taking far too much of a backseat and the, and then we're going to have this backstory story and I'm not shocked if one of the next things going to be, okay, where did slave one go? Or, okay, where's my armor? Or where's this? You know, we're going to get, where has Boba Fett been for the last five years? And if you've planned out five seasons, guess what? Guess what? There you go. There's your answer. Mm. Essentially, uh, essentially, season five, and essentially by the end of season five, um, you will be done with all the flashbacks, in theory. Ugh. Unless, of course, you're going to spend more time on particular stories within that to where you're going to constantly have flashback stories. Because you could do that. Because you could say there's five years worth of stories in there. Um... I'm, I'm kind of hoping that some of the percentages change, but so far, yeah, yeah I'm with you. It's like, can we? Yeah, let's. I, let's... I'd like to see what's going on. Oh, you have a call, Jeff. 
you know, I'd like to see a little bit more of what's in the now. And okay. um, I know we're trying to think of anything else. What else? Um, That's all up with me. Uh, what have you been so, watching on the side? So I've been watching The Expanse, uh, the last episode of the, of the series on Amazon is this week. And I, I got to tell you, um, they only, it's like, all right, you only gave them six episodes. I thought at least the success would be over, would be like, like at least an hour or two, you know, 90 minutes, that kind of stuff, right? Mm-mm. And they're just kind of telling their story. And it's like, are we, where are we really going to be by the end of this? Now, there's all kinds of rumblings that they might be doing a season seven somewhere else. Okay. But it's kind of like, I feel like we're kind of like going along during the season and there's only six episodes and we're at number six. And I'm like, uh, this is the last one. What do you guys, what's, what's going on here? Um, but it's been good. Yeah, I hear I've it's good. It. I've enjoyed it, but it, it is kind of weird because it's like, there's some really interesting stuff going on right now, and one of the things I keep hearing is, well, they haven't written books past this, this the stuff they're talking about now, and I'm like, well, yeah, but you could. Flesh same thing can go book. for Game of Thrones. So you can don't right. don't always have to uh, be slave to the the original fiction. Well, and and currently there's a major war going on. This could have been an entire. I mean, there's an entire storyline that has nothing to do with the characters that I'm like that they keep spending time on. I'm like, what is this for? Hmm. How does this even connect? And it's like, Oh, it's this other thing that's happening here. I'm like, yeah, but it's, we don't have an, are the characters going to run into it? I mean, like there's a lot being left on the floor. If you understand what I mean? Yeah. And, and I guess the only thought is, well, we're going to come back to it at some point. It's like, okay. Hmm. I'm glad Um, you're enjoying it. So I, I am enjoying it. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Um, I did see... Did we talk about The Matrix at all or no? No. Oh, God. So you I watched, watched You it. watched The Matrix? I did watch The New Matrix. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of interesting concept. Of, you know, I was with it for a while, and I, and I was there, and I was with them. And then suddenly, I just got bored and tired and then and in fairness I watched it late at night so I was a little tired but at the same time I'm watching it and I'm just like and now mindless violence in action that looks matrixy yeah you fell out of interest and it just wasn't it just wasn't it just it just I don't know it it didn't work and I wanted it to work because in the beginning, they're starting to talk about certain things, and it's very, you know, they do their matrixy kind of talk about certain things, and it's like, oh, this is interesting. And then, like, there are certain things where it's like, all right, like I don't, well, we might as well because you're not going to watch it. No. So they recast, they recast Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne's character as Morbius, Morbius yeah, of or Morbius. Mo- Morbius or Morbius, Morbius. Now, now that one of them's the Jared Leto vampire. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you get the point. <laughs> It, it felt, well, quite frankly, this character felt like a vampire because it was like, do we really need this guy? Do we really need this character? I don't care. And then somehow they brought back Smith, 
again. And I'm like, I'm confused. But it Why wasn't back... Hugo Weaving? Right. But they brought back Smith. And I'm just like, I, I don't. And then at the same time, it's like, we really don't get exactly answers as to what happened after the end of what happened in at the end of season three fully. Uh, I mean, that's season or movie three, three. Of, of, of the third third movie. Yeah. You sort of do, but not really. Um, I, I don't know. I just was, it, it just, yeah. What do you give it out of five? Yeah, man's uh, maybe two and a half. Mm, okay. If I'm being nice, and I'm being nice because See, I was, I've, I've got fired. This, this may come as a shock, but as a sci-fi geek nerd, I've never watched the Matrix movies in their entirety. The first one is good. I hear the, the first one is good. Eh. Everyone says the first one is good, and then there's varying levels of meh in the other two. And now we're with this one, it's the not getting decent. Yeah. The second one, the 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 cars. The highway scene is phenomenal in the second one. That that that's that's some that's some that's that's a good scene. That's where you have one. some good sequel budget going on there, right? Right, right. Mm. No, no, that, that and that's well done. Yeah, it's really well done, okay. and it's impressive, and it's really good action. Right. Well, um, I'm sorry that this one didn't live up to expectations, and I think well, your sentiments are correct. Uh, with this, yeah. So. I didn't have super high expectations. I just wanted it to be decent. And I don't know that I would put this at decent. Yeah. Oh, um, I did see the, um, the being Ricardo's on Amazon. Oh, with, um, what's her name? Keith Urban's wife. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Nicole, Nicole, Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With Nicole Kidman and, um, What's his name? The guy. See, now I'm going to do it. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson. J.K. And, Simmons. Uh, yeah, he's in there playing Fred. And uh, oh, I can't remember what's his. I can't remember who's playing Ricky. Um, you know, first of all, it's. it's Eric you mean Sorkin. Desi Arnaz? Yeah. The, he's the guy who's playing Desi Arnaz who's playing Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the point being is I can't remember the actor at the moment but no. they're they're all very very good and i heard it was fairness, it was I heard it was okay no it's it's solid um it's a solid movie it really is um i feel like i will say what i thought was interesting because it's a sorkin movie and you know anytime there's a sorkin movie i start to drool um but he has so sorkin did a show did a show called uh, Studio 60 on the Sunstrip Strip. And it was him trying to do basically kind of what he did with Newsroom and Sports Night and the West Wing, except like as if it, but the backdrop being a, like a Saturday Night Live. And it didn't work. And I feel like, again, here's Sorkin trying to do that kind of backdrop on a show, on, on like a comedian type show, and it didn't work in those aspects, like, cause there needed to be more comedy and there wasn't. Um, but I thought the actors were great in it and I thought it was well executed and I thought the story was great. Um, but again, it was kind of a little boring at times. It was a little, and, and, and it reminded me of 
the one time I saw something Sorkin that I didn't like, which was Studio 60 on the Sunset Trip, and there's a lot of parallels to it. Mm. So there you go. Um, but I still would, I, I'd still recommend watching it because I definitely think there's going to be some Oscar nominations out of that. I thought Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball was amazing. Um, I think J.K. Simmons might get a best act, a best uh, supporting actor supporting, for supporting uh, actor for Fred, for Fred, for Fred Mertz, for Fred, for the guy who played Fred Mertz. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought all of them were good. I really did. Uh, Javier Bardem is the one who played Ricky Ricardo. Oh, okay. And he was really, and surprisingly, because that's not somebody I would have picked, but he was surprisingly good. Um, but yeah, I, out of five, yeah, man, it's like, give it 3.5. Okay. Um, it'll definitely get some, some buzz for, for Oscars. Um, without question, they'll, they'll get some Oscar nods. Um, I did also see last night, I saw the tender bar, which is the George Clooney directed movie with Ben Affleck. What's it about? Um, it's like a coming of, it's a coming of age story of a, I guess this writer and his life. Um, and it's, it's funny. The kid, the character, the main character is played by, um, the kid who was the main character in Ready Player One. Okay. And it, you know, is it, you know, is it the kind of movie that's a total action movie? No. It's a good drama. I thought Ben Affleck was phenomenal in it. Again, I think he'll get a supporting actor nod for it. Eh, I give it, it was a good movie. I, I don't know that it was great. Um, I'll give it three, three and a, three and a quarter. Um, yeah, man's on this one. Um, it was solid. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I don't know that I would be like, wow, that was amazing. If you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, um, just, it was, it was fine. I'm trying to think of anything else I picked up along the way that I watched that. I think that's, that's about it. I can't, I can't think of anything. I know this week is kind of a big week for, for stuff again. All right. Like what kind of stuff, things and stuff, as well, if Ivan's like not example, here. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, like, isn't Eternals tomorrow? Yeah, the Eternals Plus? drops. I still haven't watched Shang-Chi yet. But yeah, mm-hmm. I do plan to watch Shang-Chi in the, in, the, uh, in the Eternals films. Right, so Eternals drops. By the time this airs, Eternals will be on. Okay, and by the time this airs, Superman and Lois will have restarted. And that new Naomi show on CW that's based on a character by from Brian Michael Bendis will yeah. have started. Right. Both of those are on Tuesday, on, on Tuesday nights. And then Thursday's Peacemaker. Oh, that's right. Peacemaker's on coming Max. on HBO Max. Is yes. that is that gonna be a weekly series or is it a movie so. or is it like a like no, a season? It's a series. It's a okay. season. Okay. It's a season. Um, yeah, I'll check that out. So there's that, and then I know you've got HBO Max. Did you ever see the original Hitman's Bodyguard with mm, uh, with uh, Ryan Reynolds and, and Sam Reynolds Jackson? Jackson? No. And Selma Hayek. No. That's a good movie, and the sequel's now on HBO Max. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else to watch. Oh, um, there was something on Apple that I watched. 
Uh, oh yeah, uh, Sing Two is coming out. Uh, that's coming to digital stream soon. I know next month, uh, Afterlife uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife is available to rental in February. That's when I'm going to rent it. it. So yeah. you can buy it. You can buy the film now for twenty bucks. I'm like, I'd oh, rather thanks. just get a yeah. pay a five dollar rental just in case I don't like it. But I've heard yep. good things about it, and I've tried to avoid yep. the spoilers. But I will be watching that as soon as that's yeah. available digital for rental. But off the top, so the the sequel, uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife is now available on HBO Max. Okay. Um, so at some point I want to watch that because I did want to see that over the summer. It was one of those like, oh, I do want to see this, but I don't want to go to the theaters. Um, so there's that. Um, so there is some stuff out there. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I might have watched. Um. I did see Nine Total Strangers, ironically. That was also Nicole Kidman. Nine Total Strangers, and that was on Hulu. That was strange. Well, makes sense. This... It was like, it was her and, and Melissa McCarthy and the guy who plays the cop, the stepdad uh, in Ant-Man. Okay, yeah, the, 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 the cop. The, yeah, the cop guy. The rival, right, right. Yeah, that I know, guy. I know who you're talking about. There. Um, and I can't remember who else is in there, but that's a weird show that I thought was interesting. I I keep, I've been trying to watch that only murders in the building. The one with Steve Martin and Martin short. Yeah. And Selena Gomez family members. I got family members who love that show. I can't get into it. I'm like three episodes in and I'm bored to fucking tears. A little bit of that awkward humor. I think I like smart comedy and stuff, but this is just like, but it's it's and, got Steve Martin's brand of comedy. Yeah, but usually I like Steve Martin, yeah. and I like Steve Martin's brand of comedy. But I was literally like, and they're only half hours, right? They're like, usually, quite digestible, right? Right, they they should be digestible. And I'm like, when is this thing ending? Mm, that's too bad when you're when you got a 30 minute episode and you're asking yourself that question. That's not a good. Yeah, sign. no, I, I yeah. I literally was like... Well, then I guess maybe time to put it on the back burner. Yeah, yeah, it really kind of is, and it's unfortunate. But um, um, the only other thing I wanted to bring up is... So, I can't remember when we talked about it, but we were talking about the Batman animated series. Did we bring that up a couple weeks ago? I don't know. Yeah, There's a new Batman animated series that's coming. Right, Ivan was complaining, talking about about why do we need another new Batman animated series, and we got into it, and I happen to know something, but I couldn't Ooh, say it Ooh, that's loud. right. You were the, yes, you were the secret, super secret. Yeah. Oh. Secret, secret. I've got right. a secret. And I, couldn't, and I was sworn to secrecy that I couldn't say anything. Swore to secrecy. Because I wasn't supposed to know. Um, and the only reason I know is because, because ironically, like, right after the announcement, like, Word Balloon had... A um, Word Balloon has Ed Brubaker on to talk about it because John had him on and was talking about it, and he's like, "You can't say anything to anybody." I'm like, "Oh god!" And then we have that conversation on the show, and I'm literally like, "Nobody fucking listens to our show." No, nope, can't say it just in case somebody. <laughs> I could, just yeah. In case, yeah, especially now that we're on Clubhouse. God forbid somebody wanders in the room and he hears something, and goes, "Ah." I got a source. Ah, and this guy named Jeff. He says the. He said, yeah. "Is this true?" 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, he, and he says he's got a really good source. And I'm like, fuck, uh, you can't say that. So, but, what's this uh, show we're talking about then? So, the Batman animated show, the new Batman animated show, which I understand is going to be on HBO Max, and it's going to be kind of based in the shiny, in the patency, shiny Batman kind of universe. But the reason I don't feel, I never felt an issue with it is the the guy who's going to be in charge is Ed Brubaker. And Ed Brubaker is a long-time comics guy. Uh, wrote a lot of great Batman um, back in the, the early the 2000s, I, maybe in the 90s, late 90s. I'm trying to remember. But Brubaker, Brubaker is one of those people where it's like, okay, that guy knows how to write a good crime story, a good detective story, knows how to write a good Batman. See, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, and and so to me, it's like, okay. And, and, and it seems like that that's where they're going with this Pattinson Batman a little bit is a yeah. little more gritty yeah. and he's the perfect guy for this kind of thing. I mean, there's only a couple other people in that world where I would be like, I, I want to say, I can't remember hundred percent. I want to say this though, that he was involved in the Gotham in, in the Gotham PD book, which is the, the book that they spun, they based, they based the, the Fox Gotham show on, um, but didn't do nearly justice, mm. if you understand what I mean. But so, no, is, do we know where this is? Um, is it? It's not going to be just a just a reboot, just another series, just in a set in a different uh, in a different tone than we're used to in an animated show. I, I'll be honest; I didn't do much reading beyond that. I just knew that Brubaker was the person in charge of it. All right, so so that, a lot, that's a good sign. That to me, that was good enough. Um, I've read his stuff before. He's very, very good. I've always enjoyed it, but now he's in charge. And so there's kind of a, you know, to me, to me, this is, this is a good thing for, for Batman fans. I don't, will, will it be, will it be what the nineties Batman is? You can't compare that way. I, I'm not going to, but you know, in fairness, it's been a while since we've gotten a real Batman cartoon. And so, and it, it apparently we're going to, they're going to do an HBO max. So it's not necessarily sounding like they're going to aim this at kids. Yeah. It's not like the, what was it? The, Oh, we had the brave and the bold, the brave one. and the bold. Yeah. That was a little more kidified, but it did. Although yeah. that show did have its moments where it was, yeah. got, it got pretty dark. Yeah. I mean, like but I it was said, mostly, I mean, it was mostly for the kids. It was for the LOLs. Right. Right. Exactly. And, I get the impression this is not really for the kids. This is for... Because it's going to go to HBO Max. It's not going to go to any network. It's not going to go to... Does well, it make I sense mean, where they can finally tell a Batman story? Just like the the one-off uh, DC animated films that we're doing. That Some have been really good. I like what mm -hmm. they did with uh, the... the, the uh, what was it? The, the Long Halloween. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. Hold so on. this is this I, I is good. We'll get a good back. series that it's gonna it's gonna delve into the the, the darkness. Hold on a second. I want to pull this up just to kind of get just from a perspective of what comics that he's written to give you 
perspective. I'm just trying to remember all the different stuff he's written. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, I knew he wrote Batman. He he's had a re, he's had some great runs on Captain America, Daredevil. Yes, Gotham Central. He was involved with Gotham Central. Um, you know, uh, so yeah, so that that's that to me is huge because he did. If he did the Gotham Central book, then to me that that says to me that you've got the right guy. Um, you know, basically he was writing he was writing a lot of Batman in the early two thousands. Um, with some with where there was definitely some good stuff. Um, so yeah, like I said, I I I'm excited. It's a good opportunity for Red. Um, I think it's good for the fans. Yeah. I think it should be pretty good. Um, I'm willing to give him better for the doubt. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I'm glad they're willing to take the risk um, to really kind of give us something that could be, you know, not something just darker and not so yeah. whimsical and just edgy like the the Harley Quinn series, but something mm-hmm. a little more meat to it. Right, and and I appreciate that they got somebody who's written Batman before. Yes, exactly. Let's get and, and somebody who knows Batman. how to do it. Right. <laughs> Makes and, and sense. A lot of Batman. Yeah. Like seriously a lot of Batman. Yeah. I mean like hundreds of issues of Batman. I mean that's the first time we've ever had anybody who's producing a Batman show to my Who's knowledge. done this much Batman before. Right. Right. Who was a comic book writer right. of Batman. I mean yeah. good news. All good news. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, like I said, that that's the only other thing I wanted to touch on. I'm, yeah, that's good. I mean, the only I'm trying to think. Of, oh, uh, the only other thing. Oh, god. Only other thing I can think of is: Did you see? I put it up on the Squares page. You may not have seen it. Did you see the trailer for this Fresh Prince show that's going to be on Peacock? No, I did not. You know, my first reaction was, "What are they thinking?" and they're making it a drama. What are they doing? What's what are they thinking here? I gotta tell you, I liked what I saw. I liked what I saw. Did they say it when it fun. drops? I think it's sometime in the next couple of months. Soon. Okay. It's gotta be sooner because okay. because they have a they have a full trailer, and, and again, it's on the Squares face Facebook page. You can look at it if it's not for you. The only thing I would say is it seems like it steals a lot from All American on CW. I mean, okay. in terms of concept, a little bit. But I think, well, um, you can the argument can be made that the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was borrowed a lot from Elf. Okay, don't know that I've ever gone there, but okay, sure. Just you know, this really sassy guy, fish out of water in a new land with a new family, having to live with this new situation. Well, I think, so here's the interesting part. They seem to, this time for dramatic purposes, they seem to be focusing on the fact that they don't really seem to want to talk about what happened in Philadelphia. Ooh, you know, the whole, the whole... Why he le- had to leave Philadelphia yeah, for, the, for the, Bel-Air. You know, the one day on the playground, so they got messing with me and all that yeah. stuff. Apparently, there's they they're gonna flush that out. Maybe a lot the Fresh more. Prince can have some Bakta tank flashbacks of what happened in Philadelphia. Uh, I think they. Well, I don't know about that, but if they might. <laughs> um, but it seems as though Philadelphia. How do I? I'm oh, sorry. In the, 
Yeah, no, that's fine, but it seems like in the trailer, Philadelphia might be coming to find him, too. Darkness. For whatever he did. So, yeah, I... I yeah. So, I suppose we can end this episode with, uh, what are you looking forward to in this uh, new year? Um, you know, it's funny, because I, I keep hearing from people that, um, you know, too many, you know, so many superhero movies now... And so much of this, and it's like, dude, for 30, 40 years of my life, I was told we were never going to get this shit. Nobody wanted to watch it. We can't. Yeah. And then the technology we, wasn't We've had there. this discussion before about how if you were 30 years ago, you're walking down the street with a Spider-Man t-shirt, that you were, you know, you were the comic book nerd. And now everybody's you know, wearing uh, Spider-Man t-shirts. Yeah, and now it's normal. Yes, the geek and shall now, inherit the earth, and we have. Well, and it's not just the geeks. I mean, it's, you know, but, but yeah, I think, you know. So like I said, what are you, what are you, what are you looking forward to? I mean, we got a lot coming. I mean, there's a lot coming out. Um, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different stuff. I mean, we got a Batman movie coming. Um, every time I turn around, I hear a different rumor about somebody else who's going to be in this Doctor Strange movie. I mean, I keep hearing rumors about, this person's in it. That person's in it. We might get this person. That could be um, a misdirection uh, campaign. Could be. Could be. We might. We may not. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, the I'm name totally the, in the theater the for that. Um, anything you know, else? We got. We got. What? I mean, I'd have to go look up what's coming. I mean. Yeah. But there's a lot. I mean. Yeah. Well, let me just summarize what's off the top of your head. What you think? I mean, I know there's a Top to. Gun movie coming. Like, yeah, we, we were supposed that. to get that two Christmases ago. <laughs> No, it was two summers ago. Yeah. Um, you know, and then there's a Black Adam movie coming. I know that. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, I don't remember what all the Marvel schedule looks like. Um, We're going to think Thor Love and Thunders this year, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. In the fall. I think so, too. Uh, if we get to a season. Of... I think out of all the MCU, like, Disney Plus shows. I think I'm most looking forward to season two of Loki. Oh, I'm looking forward to the She-Hulk show. Yeah? She-Hulk okay. is a major... She-Hulk she is a major Marvel character. Um, she doesn't get the credit that she should. And her book is more interesting than a lot of people because, first of all, um, they played a lot with the whole she's a lawyer thing. And... So we may get kind of the Ally McBeal kind of thing, except that She-Hulk a little bit to it. So we may get that law firm kind of thing going okay. a little bit. At the same time, fucking She-Hulk sleeps with everybody. Everybody. Well, he said the same thing about Tony Stark, but they toned that down. Oh, she slept with Tony Stark too. Mm -hmm. How comics, about that? In, in the comics, she sleeps with everybody. Thor, I... I Hercules, uh, <laughs> Iron Man, uh, I can't remember who else. I mean, she is like... Mm. Promiscuous. Like, She's like, uh, what's that, that um, Sex in the City? Like, like Samantha, there's, yeah. There's I a mean, new hookup she, every week, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, that the book okay. is notorious for like, okay, right. who's the latest hookup for She-Hulk? Because she she's gonna fuck him. Mm. Uh... You cool. know, and so, sometimes it's MCU characters, sometimes it's not. Um, so, you know... Between, for, for me, it's uh, obviously Doctor Strange 2. 
I'm looking forward to season two of Loki if we get one this year and uh, Lightyear. I'm really looking forward yeah, to seeing what they do with too. that. Yeah, I'm. You know, I was a big Toy Story fan from the beginning. Taking my then three year old nephew to see it. Uh, we're both uh, fully invested. So interesting to see this this new take on the Buzz Lightyear character in a more realistic setting. I, I would. I will say that the other thing is, man, I really hope they nail this Moon Knight thing. I really do. Yeah, he's an with, interesting. He's with, an interesting character with Paul. <laughs> Um, he's an interesting character and it's the kind of character that if they get this right, um, they're going to have, they're going to, they're, they're going to have really something cool on their hands. Okay. Um, he's, he's a unique character and he's always kind of had this buzz, even though he's never been a main character for Marvel. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, in fairness, he's always kind of had that buzz where it's like, Ooh, Moon Knight. Yeah. I, and, never, I didn't know about Moon Knight until I like few years ago when I started collecting Marvel Legends, the, when it was, they had him in one wave. I'm like, who's Moon Knight? And I'm like, yeah, so. I mean, in fairness, I will tell you now, I don't think I've ever read a Moon Knight comic. No. And yet, I'm sitting there going, ooh, Moon Knight. Okay. Because I'm aware of a little bit of his backstory, but not nearly as much. I, but I know more about him than I knew Shang-Chi. <laughs> yeah, true that. I mean, a lot more than I yeah. knew about Shang-Chi. And that's not saying much. Yeah. But I knew more about him than Shang-Chi. Yeah. And yet Shang-Chi got a movie and Moon Knight's getting a TV show. And by the way, Moon Knight's costume is such where everybody's like, that's part of it. Moon Knight's got like one of the coolest costumes. He does. Um, and, and yeah. Moon Knight's okay. got a little bit, Moon Knight's got a little Black Black Panther to him. Oh, that's right. There's supposedly a Black Panther movie coming in. Yeah, well, they halted production because the actress uh, was hurt on set. Yeah. So. Probably not coming until 23 or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Again, I mean, like I said, the most interesting thing to me is with this, every time I turn around, there's another rumor about this multiverse thing. Mm. Um, I, I'll throw one out that I think you'll get a good laugh at. That actually makes sense. There's a rumor that Tobey Maguire is going to reprise his Spider-Man character. Well, I wouldn't doubt it at this point. I mean, look at the, you know, how in a matter of weeks... No Way Home became the highest grossing film of the year. Well, and it's already close to like, you know, it's in the top 10 U.S. box office. Well, but keep in mind, too, who's producing that movie. Sam Raimi. Mm hmm. Who produced the original Another first three sh- Spider-Man no. movies. Mm hmm. Another shot. So, yeah, there's that's. By the way, that's the other thing I've noticed. All this push for. All this push for Spider-Man 4. And Amazing Spider-Man 3 all of a sudden. It's like, really? Really? I don't know. Oh, yeah, and uh, the sequel to the Spider-Verse animated movie. I want that. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't get it. We didn't get to watch a trailer for that in, uh, in our theater. No. I know they no, dropped a trailer a couple weeks before uh, No Way Home came out. But, yeah, that, I'm also looking well, look forward to that pretty much, too. So. Yeah, there's a lot. I yeah, mean, there is. A- that's why I'm like literally sitting here. I'm like, what am I supposed to remember? What am I? What did I miss? What am I not thinking about? You know, and especially with TV, it's like I'm trying to think. Okay, what's coming on TV this year? That I'm like literally like, okay, what did I? What am I not thinking about? What did I not? You know, that, hmm. and by the way, not just, not just you know, the usual Marvel stuff. Um, I would say Amazon's supposed to have Mrs. Maisel in February. 
around Valentine's Day. That show's phenomenal. Um, you know, and the boys is going to be back too. Yeah, boys are coming soon. Yeah, boys season, season three. three. Yeah. Um, and we got a three second snippet of them doing a press conference where it's uh, the the girl and Homelander, which doesn't make any sense. Was, that, which, was already, that Starlight? I think is her name. Yeah, Starlight yeah. and Homelander. Who, given everything that's going on, I don't know how they're even in the same room together. So. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess so. So much. We got a lot to look forward to. You think you had, uh, think you're going to go to any cons this year? Wow. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, it's funny. There's a gaming convention. Actually, there's a gaming convention next, the following weekend of this, and it's supposedly in person. And I'm like, no, Mm-mm. no way. Yeah. Not doing it. Just like there's another one that's up in, that's in February. It's up in Wisconsin that I have friends that run. And, I mean, they're taking a lot of precautions, but I'm just like, no, I don't yeah. think I can do it. Okay. Fair I enough. I don't think I can do it, especially because apparently up there, like, they talked to the they talked to the hotel. And apparently in Wisconsin, you don't – there is no mask mandate to wear. No, there's no times. mask mandate in, in Wisconsin. So but I know, like, like, at Dairy Con, we still have to wear the masks. Which uh, the organizer right. of Dairy Con, we we have to put it. We have, we'll wear masks indoors. Um, but anyway, right. um, I've right. got. But, um, I mean, the convention, the convention itself. Yes, they'll they'll have people where literally they're like, you need to be. They they've decided it would be easier to basically sit there and say you got to show vaccine proof and you got to wear a mask. But here's the thing: once you're outside of the convention, and again, this is a convention that unfortunately is up closer north so i'm gonna have to stay overnight and it's like okay i'm gonna stay overnight and you have to stay no at obviously a hotel so well it's in a hotel it's at a holiday Inn. yeah but again mm-hmm. no mask mandate there it's like okay so who knows what the hell's going on yeah. you know well. and i'm like no not really well. now i don't know about gen con i've thought about it we'll see yeah well you haven't been to gen con in a few years now so yeah, that's true too. Yeah, so I've got three toy shows this year. Botcon will be back this year. They had to postpone 2021 because we just you know we had Delta going around, so it wasn't ready. So Botcon is in was it August? Uh, in uh, in yeah, it was late August uh, in Nashville. So it'd be fun. I've been never been to Nashville before, and of course TFCon Chicago will be back here in Rosemont by the O'Hare. So. Uh, I might just commute to that. I don't know. Um, buds, my buds and I, we'll see. We'll figure it out. But I've got a lot to look forward to in 2022 for sure. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm digging it. Can't wait. Yeah. So uh, uh, anything else before we wrap up tonight? Not to mention the shit show that was in Hallis Hall this week. I don't know if you caught that press conference. No. Oh, no. No, I've not. <laughs> oh, man. They went from optimism to shit show in... Three hours. <laughs> and, and bad shit show. I mean, just like all any any hope and optimism and goodwill out the door. Oh. Literally. Literally to the po- here's the biggest highlight of the ball. Um, you know you know Olin Krutz. You remember Olin Krutz, right? The center? No. Okay. He's pretty much close to an all pro gonna be in the Hall of Fame. 
chairman of the board just called him a liar. Good job. Hmm. Way to help your alumni. Wow. <laughs> I'm still I'm still drinking from that cold sloss the other day though too. I'm like, oh god, fuck. Me. <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway, that's that's I guess that's it. I I don't know. Who okay, knows? that's good. That's fine. So, all right, we are on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube, click the bell, subscribe, you know when to get new content. And, of course, uh, thanks for listening on Clubhouse. Everyone who's popped in to say hello, we appreciate it. Follow us on social medias. We got all that on the Facebook. Follow us there, and we got our um, our podcast. That's what we're doing here. We're recording this. We can You can download that on Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor, and... Uh, Jeff is everywhere on Steinamite Productions. Ivan, you can subscribe to his uh, Twitch account at Java and Ivan. I don't know how much he's doing that. He's still, I think he's still moving, but we'll, I'm sure we'll get hit. He'll get that back on track soon. And email us at sotrtpodcast at gmail dot com. And we appreciate you. Follow our, our Squares Round Table Facebook page. And uh, Jive and Ivan's Vibe Tribe. I've been uh, being quite naughty over there. But it's fine. Very naughty. Yeah, it's that very one, naughty that over one, there. That one girl needs to get laid. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I know who you, I know who you, you are referring to. Yes, yes. She's yes, um, she's really feeling the, the the loneliness of the pandemic. Yeah. So we no, hope we we pray no. her we we pray for a uh, a quick release for her. So with that, Literally. we episode one hundred. <laughs> oh, episode one hundred seventy nine. Squares Around Table podcast in the books. Really Thanks for like listening. Ask, I want to ask Ivan, is like she local? Is she like, or <laughs> is that one of the people? Is that like one of the people like over in like England or something like that? Because there's a Yeah, he got a lot like, of uh, British imports uh, from uh, onto the Jive and Ivan's Vibe right. Tribe Facebook well, page. Right, well, no, I'm, there's a part of me where I'm like, you know, uh, there are, if you're, if you're local, you know, <laughs> things can be arranged. Yes. You know, that kind of thing where it's like, okay. And with that, we done. Yeah. Have a good week, everybody.